sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some We're live. It is the last party of the weekend. I'm your host, Chris Burnett, and with me is Billy Belmont. Hey. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm all right. You know, I'm here. It's been a quite a hectic weekend. There's been a lot of things going on, and it's not going to slow down anytime soon, Billy. <laughs> not anytime soon. Uh, and in the studio with us, from Duke City Championship Wrestling, friend of the show... Hobo fucking Hank, Joe Singer. What's going on, gentlemen? Yeah. Man, it's, it has been a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's been a while. I was thinking on the way here, uh, five years, I believe, since oh, the last man. time we were all in the room together. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember that. If you had a green screen going on at that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was the old studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Rosemont. I've lived in, this is my second place to live since then. Well, that's why I haven't been here. I didn't know where the hell you were. I, you know, I was like, I got to keep moving before uh, before Joe figures out where I live. <laughs> right. Fuck, keep that guy out of there. Keep him out. Smiley is on his way. He had some problems. I'll let I'll let him tell you if he wants to when he gets here. <laughs> it's funny. It's like because of course he is on his way, right? Because <laughs> of course. So so what have you been doing? Well, a lot of things. Oh, hey, speak looks, of the devil. Looks like here he is. Should we let him tell us yeah. his plight first? Uh, and while he's coming in, let me tell you that today's show is sponsored by Toco, Topo Chico Hard Seltzer. Um, I am waiting for Smiley because he's got the Topo Chicos in his hands to have one. So Very refreshing. Very refreshing. My favorite seltzer. It's, uh, yeah, it's up there. Oh, I, think, I don't think there's a better one out there. I don't even think the local ones are as good. That's, That's sad true. to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's like it's that time of time of year. You yeah. Just kind of just go in your your porch, mm. perhaps like a little park kind of. Hiding. Have a nice, chilling, cold salsa for your porch sitting. Yeah. You can't do that in Albuquerque, though, right? Oh, it's, I don't know. Like you can't go into a park and drink. Smiley, you would know this. Would can you like have an open container in a park? Uh, is there no headphones for you? Oh no. Uh oh. Crisscross. I guess you don't get any. I guess I won't hear what anyone's saying. <laughs> uh, sorry. Maybe you can use, here. I'll here use these. <laughs> what is? There's four plugged in. Is there not headphones somewhere? Oh, here's one. Oh, right oh. over here. I'm all. <gasps> what was that noise? Oh no! What? Do you hear it? I no. do. <laughs> what? What? Scratchy. All right. Here. Me. Hand those to somebody. Is it long enough? Yeah, that's fine. All right. Is that better? I don't know which ones these are. Yeah, I mean, I, I can hear everyone now. I can hear you. There you oh, go. fantastic. There we go. Let me get dialed in. All right. Okay, sorry. That was great podcasting. Um, Smiley, can you drink in a park? Is that is that a rule? Of course you can drink in a park. It's like the only place you can play. You, you can do that. It, can you legally drink in a park? 
oh no i mean the cops will come after you they see yeah <laughs> that's what we're asking here um so smiley how come you're late really <laughs> uh you don't know um usually <laughs> you do the shit shower and shave right <laughs> And I didn't realize I had diarrhea until I sat down. Oh, okay. So then I just sat there for 20 minutes, and I'm like, I'm going to be late now. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, were you sitting down in the shower? No, no, I was I was, I was, was sitting down <laughs> on the toilet, but the this, this shower was adjacent. And uh, I was like, there's no way you can shit for 20 minutes and not be like, I, I need to take a shower now. <laughs> so I had, I, I was like, nah, no, I could be on time and not take a shower. Or I could uh, maybe be a couple minutes late and take a shower. So, you're welcome. So, <laughs> sounds reasonable to me. Okay, I just was, you know, I was ho- hoping you're okay. But I am now. Been? All right. Uh, so, Joe, what have you been up to in five years? Oh, yeah, you know, a little of this, a little did, of that. Did you win the WWE World Title yet? Uh, not yet. No, still <laughs> working on that dream. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. You never know. No. Uh, no, still, I'm still doing the wrestling thing though. I know. Yeah, this is. I am aware. I I just passed my 27th year anniversary. I oh, believe. congrats! Yeah, thanks. How's well, the body holding up? Better than I expected. You know, if you'd asked me five years ago if I thought I could still do it at this point, I might have said no. But uh, I I feel actually I feel as good as I ever did. So I I think I've got another uh, good long run in me. Ten years? I, I think I can. Truly, I do. Um, I once saw you get pile drived through a ladder that was propped up against another ladder. I, I feel like if you take a lot of those, you're probably not going to be able to. No, uh, you're right. You know, it depends on you know what happens in those ten years. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I've I I would I I think uh, the years have been pretty good to me overall. So I'm still walking and how talking. Many, how many world titles have you gotten in the, in the 27 years? Um. Three or four. That's really? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. thought you were going to be like 12 time. Well, I've had a lot of titles. So, uh, you know, yeah. I, I've been the hardcore champion of a few companies, uh, tag team champions, and, um, you know, a couple other belts that weren't necessarily called the world title. But, uh, yeah, actually the world champion at least three or four times. Okay. All right. Well, I guess eight or nine times, but for three or four different places, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. When you were hardcore champion, what was the worst fucking thing someone hit you with? Um, man, you know those. Uh, sometimes a street sign. Really? Yeah, they're heavy. They're, well, they don't. And they have, there's no give to that. There's no fake street sign that you buy. No, they're they're really thick. You know, and if you're running around town, there are some that are a little thinner than others. But the real deal highway size street signs, um, those things <laughs> weigh grade. about forty or fifty pounds, and uh, they'll rattle your cage. And they're sharp. They they are sharp. Yeah. 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 There's pictures all over the internet that. Uh, oh, no, how sharp just, some of those things are for me. I've, I've stolen a couple. They'll cut your hand. Yeah. Yeah, they're brutal, man. Smiley's breaking the law. I mean, this was a long time ago. Right. Can you legally steal, steal a street sign? No. I don't think so. No. no. <laughs> well, and, and they're really expensive because there's one company that has a trademark on the actual look of them. So they're the only ones that anybody can buy a stop sign from. Well, they've got it all. Yeah. You talk about a fucking good business there, right? You're like, you know, hey, we need stop signs. Cool. We have these that we just trademarked over here. If anybody else does them like that, though, we'll sue them. And that's right. why you got to take them down. How much is a how much is a stop sign? Uh, that'll be $800. Like, <laughs> or free. You know, or free. <laughs> uh, I mean, because those metal trash cans, they, they don't hurt, really, do they? 
Uh, oh, you know, I, I was. That's funny you asked. I was just having a conversation with somebody two nights ago about that very thing, and yeah, there are two different types, and one uh, one does not, one does. So really, yeah, you got to keep an eye out. Well, the aluminum one doesn't, right? The, the, the lightweight that looks like the real like. Tra- First of all, no one has those trash cans anymore. Oh, like no. the Grover one. Yeah, like the Grover. Like, <laughs> I like I like how you, you, you give that uh, that image to people. They're like, which one? You like the one Grover lives in? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shitty ass Grover lives in uh oh yeah yeah yeah. that one hurts but there's like the aluminum version and it you know people get slammed on it and i'm sure it hurts some yeah those are pretty forgiving but yeah boy yeah if, if somebody uh brings the wrong kind um and you're not aware until it's <laughs> too late i mean what are you gonna do you're out there in front of a couple hundred people yeah. or whatever uh you just gotta go with what you can go Jeez. with the grover one I want to see somebody hit somebody and a Grover comes out of it, dude. <laughs> is, this, is it Grover? It's No, it's a Oscar. No, Oscar. Oscar. I'm all Grover. Now I want it to be Grover. Right? <laughs> Oscar the Grouch. Grover the Grouch? Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> I love that, that meme. They're like, why are you always grouchy, Oscar? He's all, because I live in a fucking trash can. It's <laughs> like, really grouch. yeah, Grover. But it's funny you said Grover, and I went, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I figured that out. Interesting. So, I guess the big thing to talk about is uh, this th- this Thursday, May twenty fifth. Doors are at six. Show is at seven thirty. Duke City Championship Wrestling. Um, you're a part of it. I'm a part of it. Fred Slow from Two Men On, and then uh, Aaron Buck Burnett from the El Ray. What do people need to know? What do you think? What do you think they need? What do you guys need to know that are here that don't know about this wrestling show? I guess that's the question. How do I promote it more? Boy, you could like you can go to our social media. You can go to DukeCityChampionshipWrestling.com, and there's a link to not only the tickets, but all of our social media sites. You can, you know, follow us. You can share any of the posts that we've shared. You can uh, buy tickets, uh, buy a bunch, hand them out. I mean, I, I mentioned it at work, and, yeah. and people were like, really? I want to go to this. And I was like, I don't have enough information. I mean, there's a whole website. I had there's the, a whole Instagram. I had the event date, and I was like, I, okay. I, I wish I had more. That's all. You just you also could message me, and I could send you whatever you need? Yeah, I'm a slow texter. Okay. And I was at work. Not when you're on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, really of, quick that time. He's yeah, all, plenty of time <laughs> on the toilet, dude. There you, you go. Come. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If you're a fan and you want to help out and you're sitting on the toilet, share all of our stuff, man. Share it across the board. That's the best time. Absolutely. Right? I, I hear that all the time. I've been Again, I've been wrestling all these almost three decades, and uh, I'm, I'm born and raised in Albuquerque. I've never really lived more than 50 miles from here my my whole life. Yet you barely get to wrestle here. It's very, very rare. Um, you know, there was a good stint there for a while, and I ran my mm-hmm. own company back in the day. But um, What was the company called back in the day? So back in 2006, I ran uh, LAW, which stood for Legends and Amateurs of Wrestling. Oh. And uh, it was a partnership with myself, Mosh Pit Mike, and Thunder. Um, and we, we ran quite a few shows. We ran Tingley Coliseum All a of which times. will be there Thursday. Yeah, the, yeah my, some familiar names there they'll definitely be at the, the uh, duke city championship wrestling event um yeah we did that for a few years and we, we all wrestled for uh, dwo the destiny wrestling organization mm-hmm. for, for a good decade there. that's where i saw you yeah that's where we first met and um my dad thought you were the, the coolest shit he'd ever seen well your dad's right Chris. yeah yeah your dad, has, <laughs> uh, your dad has really good taste uh, he went and bought me a koozie he didn't even tell me he just went and bought it yeah 
Yeah. And I still have it around here somewhere. He's and, a bad boy good. And he, and he goes, you need to get that guy on your show. And then I did, and then he didn't even watch it. Well, thanks <laughs> thanks a lot, Chris's dad. What a son well, of a bitch. No, you know, I'm just I, I just I appreciate him making the connection, because yeah. if not, we wouldn't probably be here today. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, no, this, this, is, uh, this is huge. So, you know, you just rattled off the names. It's yourself, uh, me, and uh, Aaron Burnett, um, and Fred Slow. And mm-hmm. what a cool group, right? We're just, yeah. you know, we all come from completely different backgrounds. We have completely different skill sets. Um, and, you know, I think what each of us bring to the table is, is making for a really unique uh, brand and a, and a unique event. Um, you know, and I... I can't wait to see it all unfold on Thursday right. night. It's gonna, it's gonna be huge. Um, the historic El Rey Theater. I, I don't think you can ask for a better venue no. to to host wrestling in Albuquerque. I yeah, mean, yeah, totally. That that is the place, right? Right. That's cause, I mean, because we talked about this a long time ago. I was like, why don't we do the El Rey? I mean, because like I was I was always like a big fan of what Lucha Bavoom was doing in L.A. in that Aztec Theater, and I was like, man, that would be such a cool place where we could do it. And then and then now that it's gonna happen, like you know being in there for the meetings and we're like sitting there thinking about it and like the ring is going to be right up against the stage right the thing that's really cool is there's going to be chairs up on the stage oh so you're going to be able to sit up on the stage and watch wrestling level with the ring the wrestlers are going to come out between the people up like, on stage yeah, you, okay you'd be actually well would you be like higher than the ring a little bit, I think, yeah. Yeah, maybe by by six inches or so. Maybe yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Looking but down. What a cool view, though. You yeah. won't be you won't be sitting there looking up at the rest. You'll be able no. to see what we see, right, in the ring, uh, as well as you know, touch everybody that walks out through there. When Joe takes a fucking boot to the head and sweat and blood flies off on you, you'll be able to smell the boot. That's how close <laughs> you're going to be. Um, yeah, that's cool. You know, I've 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 wrestled over 500 shows over the years and. Uh, I've never seen seating set up that way, no. so I'm I'm super excited to see right. uh, what that even looks like. Um, you know, there's well, those tickets are going fast though. They're yeah, they're. Uh, I think people kind of like at first were like, I don't understand, and then they thought about it and like, oh shit, that's like the that's like the best seat in the house probably. That's the place to be for sure. Yeah, and You're then, in the front row of that, you fucking got the yeah. Of course, we have ringside, you know, first, second row, and all those, which which will be great seats as well, but. But yeah, that'll that'll be a very well, unique experience. And then, and then also, you can sit up in the upper mezzanine. Yeah, you can sit there and like be oh, yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah. And I've never gone to a wrestling show other than WWE or something in New Mexico where there was beer. And so you can have a beer. You can oh. sit up in that beer area and you can watch people, you know, pile drive each other, you know, through some tables or something. Yeah, we're gonna have two full bar. I mean, it's the L Ray Theater. So there's upstairs yeah. bar, downstairs bar. Those will both be fully open. Uh, during the event, before the event. Oh, I'll be there. Um, but it's also all ages. So yeah. how cool is that? You can bring your kids and yeah. Somebody was like, "Too bad, twenty-one and under can't go in." And I was like, "Why? What? What are you talking about?" No, it's like it's all ages, man. Absolutely, and it's going to be a family-friendly event. So we're we're, we're cognizant of that. We're mm-hmm. you know we're pros. We work with with sponsors and and all that. We don't want to we don't want to alienate anybody for for yeah. whatever reason so this is this is fun for everybody so you won't age. you won't see a barbed wire covered bat to the head or any of that no, i mean you know which not, is which is great not on thursday not on thursday no. maybe down the road at like a big show somewhere but our goal is you know we want to bring family friendly wrestling entertainment to you know albuquerque we want i mean we 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 have sponsors for this show we want, you know, down the road, like someone was, like they were saying, like Kroger or somebody comes in and they're the big sponsor or 
Tecate or, you know, whoever, you know. Absolutely. You know, and if you are a sponsor or, you know, somebody that might want to be a sponsor, um, you know, really think outside the box. There's a lot that goes on to putting an event. And and I think people underestimate that. They assume we just put up a ring and you right. know, bring, put some chairs and, and we, we do what we do. But the reality is, you know, there's there's uh, gas and mileage and uh, mm-hmm. hotels and food and, um, you know, advertisement and banners and printing. Motel rooms on on. for the wrestlers. Anything. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, hardware stores, anything that you can think of that may want to sponsor us. Uh, you know, we love cash. Obviously, that's what makes the world go around. But, <laughs> right. but uh, I mean, we we can do some trades for just yeah. about anything. And then we have the YMCA is going to be out there selling pizzas and whatnot. So it's going to be cool, man. It is. It's going to be really cool. And and um, you know, after the after the show, wrestlers are going to stick around, have some drinks, and uh, of course, we'll have merchandise booth sets up set up. But um, you know, in the future, we have. We have access to Inside Out, which is you know the the partner yeah. bar right next door to the L yep, Ray. Yep. So we'll have we'll have the ability to set up booths in there with all kinds of we different vendors. We could do vendors. an after show. Yeah, concerts after the after the show. Nice. Um, all you know, all those things are coming and they're in the works. But but Thursday night it kicks off, and I you know if you want to be there to see how it all starts, that's the place to be. This gonna be cool, man. You bet. I mean, what would you guys want to see when you go to this wrestling show, Billy Smiley? I was just thinking about like Smiley up there and him still having the runs and that was. Oh, you stop! Jeez, <laughs> he's so upset about this. Also, as my other other question, piggybacking off that, has that ever happened? Yeah, no. <laughs> Follow up question: Has that ever been a thing? No, no. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm sure wrestlers have shit themselves in the ring a lot. Uh, you can YouTube some of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's out there. Stone Cold Steve Austin, he talks about it a couple of times. Yep. Really? Uh, I've oh, yeah. seen a wrestler throw up in their mask in the ring, and that was incredible. <laughs> that is incredible. Because it was so tight, it shot right through the eye holes. Oh, God. The holes. <laughs> I'm glad I got the reaction shot from Billy on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did not need to hear that. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. You will not see that on Thursday night either. <laughs> My eye holes. <laughs> my eye holes damn it <laughs> that guy's name changed in the locker room that night exactly oh god so uh who are you bringing in from out of town uh to this charlie 50 yeah so i'll be in the main event uh versus charlie 50 he is he is out uh he comes from lubbock texas um boo yeah, <laughs> he and i've crossed paths a little bit out in uh squared pro champions or uh, squared circle pro um, and uh, South Plains Championship Wrestling. So he'll be he'll be out with his manager Veronica Vega. Uh, boo! Yep, his tag team partner um, uh, will will be in the building as well. We got Thunder, local local uh, legends, uh, Thunder, Mosh Pit Mike will be there. Now, Mosh Pit Mike, for people who don't know, is a Juggalo wrestler, mm-hmm. and he used to be the bodyguard for the Insane Clown, Clown Posse. Is that right? That is correct. He, yeah, he still does at times. Wow, um, but yeah, he's he's been the you know champion, uh, Juggalo Championship Wrestling. So that so that demographic will be covered. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if you're a Juggalo, whoop, come on whoop. down. You're, whoop, whoop. Uh, Mosh Pit Mike will be there to represent you guys in a big way. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll have some other you know great local talent. will be there. Um, Valak Vile will be there. We have uh, Enrique Delgato will be there. Jerry Vendetta will be there. Um, and then we've got some out of towners. Uh, 
So Chewy Martinez. I like Ooh. that. I like. No, I like. He's from Colorado, though, right? Chewy. Yeah. Uh, Chewy's out of uh, Amarillo now. Oh, boo! But, yeah. but he, I like him. Yeah, he's you know <laughs> another another representative of Juggalo <laughs> Championship Wrestling and just a kind of a hardcore wrestling legend. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe I came back to this godforsaken place. <laughs> Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. 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 I hate you so much. Boo. You're not from here. Boo. Boo. <laughs> right. He'll I'd, be there. Yeah. I'll also trademark Albuquerque. <laughs> I like that. Can we use that on Thursday? Yeah, nice. totally. Okay. I might pass that along. All right. TM, TM. Yeah, we're going to have a, a total of uh, eight matches. So nice. 16, 16 wrestlers. and How many tag matches? Uh, you know what? This first night, none. We have none. No, not not the first night. Okay. Nope. It's all, all singles. They will all be singles matches. Okay. Um, yeah, we've got... Uh, I'm uh, learning things today. Referees ready to rock and roll yeah. and a uh, couple surprise it, guests. It, for people that are worried, Kyle will be there. Kyle. Kyle knows <laughs> we will be there. Kyle will be one of the officials. <laughs> Boo. Uh, what? The evening. No. Yay, Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. No, no. What I loved about whenever I, he would wrestle, or not wrestle, he would ref uh, DWO shows, is people would be like... When he's when he's refing, they're just like fucking on him. They're all help her out, Kyle. Come on! And then like when he's not refing, they're like we want Kyle. <laughs> so it's like you either want it, you want when he's not there, you want him. But when he's in the ring, you like just yell at him like crazy. Yeah, that's why I, you know had to bring him. He had to be there. Yeah. Are there going to be uh, women matches? Uh, also, not the first night. Not but the first one. Yeah, no. the the subsequent events, we will definitely have some women wrestling. We'll right. definitely have some tag team wrestling. Right. This is the proof of concept, the the first one. Uh, we're going to, you know, eventually have uh, ProView Networks out, and they're going to film it. And, you know, Thursday night will be live, and then the, the three, week, three weeks after, it'll be on local access, 30 minutes, you know, each week. Mm-hmm. From, the, from the, they'll cut it, you know, they'll cut it from the live. Oh, okay. So you got to come out live and watch it, and then if you can't, then it'll be on local access at some point yeah. and then maybe youtube we'll see yeah you'll have the opportunity to see yourself yeah. on local television yeah. which is cool and yeah there's there's other thing you know we we can't we can't divulge everything tonight no. unfortunately but no. we have other things in the works with some streaming services for example mm-hmm. and um you know we've we've talked to some uh i mean obviously we have a lot of ability to bring in wrestling talent that's not a that's not an issue but um We've actually had some conversations with some pretty interesting celebrities nice. over the last few months that um, that would like to have some involvement with it, uh, both lo- both local and at the national level. Well, I'm fucking involved. Local celebrity? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, exactly. <laughs> we, we, we rounded up all we could, but yeah. um, no, I think it's it's going to grow, man. It's going to be it's going to be yeah. really cool. I'm excited. I'm excited as well. I mean, this is something like I mean, for me, this is kind of the culmination of like a childhood obsession. It started with my grandmother. Whenever she, I'd go to her house and she would have Jim Crockett promotions on, and you know she would she would be like, "Did you see Ronnie Garvin attack Dusty Rhodes?" And then he took all that money, huh? Huh? <laughs> and like, I, and I would look, I was like, you know, not even in double digits yet, and I was like, "Does she not know it's not real?" I love the yeah. fact that she would like wait in line at yeah. the bank, yeah, <laughs> for tickets for tickets because that's where they sold the tickets. <laughs> Like it wasn't Ticketmaster in those days. It was I don't know whoever. But like they used remember that like you used to buy tickets at like a bank or a grocery store. Yeah, at Smiths. Smiths, yeah. 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 I remember going to a Payless shoe store 
Yeah. Uh, that had a Ticketmaster in it. That's, Weird. That's where I used to walk down to the corner to go get my WWF tickets. And mm-hmm. They were $17 for ringside seats back then. Good Lord. Yeah, I bought my, uh, the like tool tickets from uh, yeah. like a Smith's, like a... The, the mm-hmm. whatever the the customer service desk right <laughs> but like the whole idea is we're gonna try to do like one one Thursday a month at the El Rey and then culminating at a big show I think at Rio Rancho Event Center is that right yeah that's that's you know one of the big things we have mm-hmm. lined up so yeah um, again it, it all hinges on the support of Albuquerque and yeah if we can get all the fans to show up in force. Um, but we've we've already got a handshake agreement with the Rio Rancho Event Center. What do you think? It's still cage match? What do you think? In hey, for something you know, someplace uh, that big, um, we could do a lot of things. Yeah, and, and uh, once it's sold out, I'll, that. I'll tell Gate. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Cut off Smiley's arm and beat him with it. Whatever, <laughs> whatever fills up this the center. <laughs> yeah. Come see Smiley dismembered in the parking lot. <laughs> One night only. One night only. Yeah. Well, this is the only night I can do two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I came thousands of miles and Smiley's not even going to be here. Cowards. Cowards. <laughs> yes. Smiley just runs out. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Smiley. He's got these like, he couldn't be here. He had the runs again. Oh, jeez. Oh. I should never have told you that. <laughs> So I heard Smiley had the fucking runs again. <laughs> what a chicken dog. <laughs> yeah. That guy's the worst. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Well, uh, to to make you feel better, like, I, on my second date with my current girlfriend, I had the runs, and I did not make it into the bathroom. Very highbrow show, this one. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to welcome to Tindrick Minimum. I Joe. did not bring this up. Yeah, I, I just remembered why I haven't been here in five years. <laughs> this is, uh, I'm getting flashbacks. Right. <laughs> I prefaced oh. that text with, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say anything. And then we went on a podcast. Oh, man. Yeah. So I saw um, one of the large federations, AEW, they did... Uh, what was it? Uh, they they had a match between Jericho and uh, Roderick Strong, mm-hmm. and uh, Adam Cole was banned from the arena. And you're like, okay, and I, and I, and I love this. This is what I love about wrestling. So then it was a false count anywhere match. So you can kind of see where this is going, right? Mm-hmm. Well, guess where it went? Outside the arena. The so as soon as they went out in the parking lot, Adam Cole attacked <laughs> Jericho. And I was like, and they're all, well, it's legal because it's not inside the arena. Well, and I'm like. Didn't see that coming. That's such genius. <laughs> like, I, I, as soon as they he threw the guy out the door, I was like, oh, Adam Cole's outside. He's going to attack him. And he did. And I was like, I love wrestling. That's- so we've got we've to bring that kind of energy and I think so. I think we will. Oh, I, I'm sure we will. It's, yeah, it's cool. I mean, <laughs> he's banned from from the El Rey Theater. I I would yeah I would challenge if if you're think if you're just thinking about coming to the show if you haven't bought your tickets yet, uh, or even if you're just you know excited about the show, uh, Google some of the guys that are yeah. on it. You know, Chewy Chewy is really good. He's like, great. Like yeah. highlight reels from yeah. YouTube kind of thing. Yeah. I, I mean, couldn't find any on the Charlie 50 guy, though. No? No. But Chewy, I've, I've seen Chewy wrestle. I liked him. I, he, he used to do the gimmick where he was kind of a, a cult leader. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that. I liked it. Um, and then he got, I think he got fired from, uh, from uh, DWO because he threw somebody through a wall. And it cost him money. <laughs> I, <laughs> so, I remember the wall. Yeah. I remember the match. Yeah. 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 But, um. 
No, I want I want it to be like hey, he's banned from the El Rey Theater, and then they go outside, and he's all Chewy Martinez just came out of launch pad with a chair. And we roll over to Inside <laughs> Out, and <laughs> technically this is not the El Rey. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! See, this is this is the energy I'm I'm about right here. Well, get a pad out so we can write these things down. <laughs> Don't want to lose anything. So, what kind of like story, or even like wrestling persona, do you mm-hmm. think is because? You remember, like, the 90s when there would be, like, a clown or something? Doink the clown. Yeah, like, it's kind of uh, ridiculous. Matt Bourne. Matt Bourne. Is that kind of a thing again? Like, well, kind the, of like the... The great thing about that character, too, unfortunately for Matt Bourne, was that character, like, wore makeup and a suit. And when he, like, got kind of shitty towards them, they were like, all right, well, you're fired. And then he just stuck someone else in the suit. Actually, there's, oh, like, really? four or five different people who did it after he did. But he came up with it. And uh, it was kind of a gene. That was a real genius, like villain, though, because mm-hmm. people fucking hate clowns, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like the evil clown. So when you're a little kid, and the evil clown comes out and beats the shit out of Hulk Hogan or whoever, and you're like, oh my god, you know, then you, you, you know, that and Poltergeist, you hate clowns for the rest of your life. Yeah, that was an ironic question, Billy. So on Thursday night at the El Rey, we will have Happy the Clown. Yep. And Happy is not an evil clown. He's no. awesome. Um, you know, you might have caught. Might have caught him on the. Uh, he was part of the Vice documentary that we did. Uh, yeah, that's right. Years ago, so um, yeah, he's a, he's an awesome talent. And I'm excited to have him there. Oh, I got. I guess I got to say wrestler, right? <laughs> yeah, that's horrific. Whatever you just brought up there. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I tell you, googling things in the middle of a show is a that's a that's a brave thing to do. You never know oh, what you're going to get. It. Oh, well, we don't care. We'll throw some porn up there if you need it. Sure. Holy smokes! So that's the guy coming. He oh. is he one of these guys? No. Uh, I don't see him on here. Maybe it's with a K. Oh. I see. Um, that's a good way to brand yourself. I mean, Juggalo, you're technically kind of like a clown. I don't know. Well, we'll pull him up here. But, um, I mean, I don't know. I think Joe's, Joe's you know, Joe's in charge of all that stuff. And uh, and we're going to do storylines like that are going to last some, you know, right down the road. Yeah, I mean, things will, things will happen that will just... Turn in other things. Someone's going to come out and hit Joe and the guitar every Thursday night. <laughs> I hope not. Then he'll get pile drive through a table. Oh, that's, that's what I'm Every Thursday night. Oh, yeah, we have Hobo Hank here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a hobo. He's, He's a hobo. <laughs> and yeah. then he was like, Should I get into character? And I was like, I was like, and I was like, Dress like you dress whatever you want. And I was like, You know, at your, your other job, do you wear your, your outfit? And I thought about that. I was like, that'd be funny. He He's dressed up as Hobo Hank at his other job. We don't want to say where... I don't think you want us to say where you work, do you? Uh, no, that's fine. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, I think the world he, knows. He, yeah. he works at Chili's. You imagine he's in his Hobo Hank outfit, and he's all, so how was everything? And they're all, can you get away from our table, please? <laughs> hey, it, it, it has happened. Not, it wasn't too long ago I was in one of my restaurants. So I'm, I'm a director of operations now, so I don't, I don't, I don't work in one Chili's. I have, oh. I have nine of them. I love, um, love Chili's. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I'll scoot there. And, uh, I don't understand why we don't get the Chili's discount then. I'm just kidding. No, I've I've well, been I, I do. I've been because at Chili's like twice in the last two weeks. Yes, yeah. we appreciate that. I fucking love Chili's. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm running Chili's all the way. Actually, I have two in Amarillo now. And nice. I go to Clovis Roswell. Do you ever get on the on social media? All, Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> you think you've got half price apps? <laughs> That's really good. That, that was pretty good. Uh, yeah, not bad. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> Olive Garden. <laughs> I've been thinking, thinking, thinking. Yeah. Chili's is the cream of the crop. 
That's good stuff. God, I miss the macho. Man. Oh man. No. I, anyways, a restaurant not too long ago, probably two, two, three months ago, and um, you know, there's a whole family. I think there was like ten people, and um, then they recognized me. You know, so, you oh. know I was dressed like a normal guy. Um, He's not homeless. So I ended up sitting with him for a few minutes and taking pictures and signing. Uh-huh. Signing autographs the whole nine yards. Was, Signing baby back ribs. Yeah, it's always fun to <laughs> fun to get spotted out in public. Nice. But hopefully they'll be there Thursday. I hope so. Are yeah. they local? Are they local? Yeah, they were they were right know. here in Albuquerque. So nice. Our goal is to make you uh, more famous than than you than you are. So if that's what you want, uh, you know, I'm 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 up for anything, man. It's, and that's just from all the videos of us posting of you getting hit with flaming objects and thrown off of things. Yeah, I, I appreciate all that. What's that kid's name? Super Superhuman? Oh, I know what you're talking that about. That jumps off of stuff and lands on things? I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. He's on do you on TikTok? He's always on there. Something What's is it Superhuman? It's Superhuman. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 who he is. Yeah. He's cool. just, so he jumps off and lands on stuff. Oh yeah. You like elbow drop a microwave. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I, I'm, I'm not that side of TikTok. <laughs> Why not? I'm more on the side of like um, yeah. What's, what's, what's yeah, there he is. I'm on messy TikTok. <laughs> a barbed wire toy skeleton. Do not try this at home. Let me uh, let me present that real quick. Oh God, no! Don't do it. Kid. It's not. No, it's yeah. It, he do, he does all this all the time. Like he does so many different. Uh, uh, all right, we got it. There it is. He takes his shirt off. <laughs> Just good classic entertainment. Good stuff. So we're gonna post a lot of it. Vi- we're gonna post a lot of videos of Joe doing stuff like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, great. Hey, if it gets us, uh, if it gets us a packed house, I'll try. It. <laughs> so, so Joe and I were at uh, WWE when they were at Rio Rancho. I don't know what about them uh, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was sitting next to him, and I was like, "Yeah, we're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write down all the moves that I'd like for you to learn for our wrestling federation." <laughs> it's of course everything was like high flying, crazy flip, you know. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. So, are there? Are we? Have we plateaued as far as new moves go? Or oh God, no. Or you see something like, what the fuck was? Have that? you seen know. Mexican wrestlers or Japanese wrestlers? These motherfuckers do crazy, crazy. Like, okay, Joe's probably seen every move out there is. I've seen every move, but then every once in a while, I'll throw it on AEW and they'll do some shit now, and I'm like, whoa, 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 why? Why that? What was that? What was that? It's like skateboard moves. It's yeah. Like you'll create something. Well, the big thing now, when there's a wrestler out of Mexico, he gets up on the top turnbuckle, mm-hmm. opposite end of the ring. Like, the, the the other people will be, of course, there's like two or three people, out of the ring fighting, and he's on the turnbuckle on the opposite end, and he runs the entire ropes and jumps off the t- other turnbuckle and then lands on them. Like, he tightrope runs across. Which is fucking really hard. It's super incredible. I blow blow your mind. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, holy. Fu-. And then fl- has to you know nail the flip off the turnbuckle on the other side. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a sure. lot involved in that. Now there is a little. I will say this. There are some moves now, where the wrestlers like do a lot of like showboating beforehand, and I could really not not have that. It's stupid. You do without it. Yeah, 
it's like, dude, you've like you have you're up on the top rope holding the guy's arm like the Undertaker used to. Then you're gonna drop down, bounce off the second rope, spin around, land on the top rope again, then flip off and then flip the guy. That's just too much time. It's so dumb. They gotta stop that. Yeah, I yeah. think uh, you know, if you if you expect people to suspend their disbelief, I mm. think you have to Yeah. Do your part to make it right. work. So it's not the circus. Now with that, I think Ray Phoenix is one of the craziest motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life. And on, on AEW television he dislocated his elbow in one of the matches. Eesh. But he's everybody's like, Oh, Ray Mysterio. I'm like, Ray Mysterio is great. Mm-hmm. But Ray Phoenix is another level of the high flying stuff, you know? Uh, absolutely. And and it's, it's gonna continue to yeah. Evolve uh, everything does, right? And someone was like, Yeah, are you guys gonna get luchadors? I'm like, if we yeah, if we can. I actually actually I know a guy who said that he wanted to talk to you because he can bring a bunch of luchadors from Mexico. And he was like, yeah, they'll, if, if we can you know, pay for them to get in the United States, they might not even charge us to wrestle. And I was like, well, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I've, I've got... Yeah, Isn't I've that got, called mewling? Yeah, it's called drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we do that legally, uh, <laughs> Smiley? Um, Since you're our legal counsel here yeah. on 10 Drink Minimum? Yeah, that is not legal oh. as well. Oh, okay, Good. we will we, not do that. This though. is why I have a lawyer. Yeah. Were you implying that they were going to bring drugs into this? I was not, but Joe did. Well, Smiley I, did. Um, yeah, that might no. have been But he is, he is in contact with a lot of the federations in Mexico. Nice. So yeah. if we want to bring some of that. I've got quite a Rolodex myself, so... Um, as time goes on, we'll, yeah. we'll see what the crowd wants, and we yeah, will yeah. we will definitely provide. Okay, I am for that. We need to get that Malort sponsorship. That's what we really got to get. No, I'm just kidding. We, uh, they love us. Why aren't, why, is it, why, why aren't they out here? I don't know. It sounds like we could use like a law office. Have to you ever had? Us. Have you ever had Malort before? I have not. Oh boy, what is what is Malort? So imagine. Can okay. you school me without me throwing up? You will not throw it. Okay. So, can you go get the bottle from in the house and then shot glasses? Okie doke. Are you okay with this? Because it's not the savior, savoriest of it's uh, not good. spirits. It doesn't taste. It's not high in alcohol content. Yeah. It just doesn't taste good. Oh, okay. It's and that's, known, and that's their shtick. And uh, this this is their logo. And then and then you you just I tattooed it on my body. Stuck it right on your arm, huh? Yes, sir. So they know this. They actually promote the fact yes. that it's not good. Yeah. Okay. It's called it's called the champagne of pain. Uh, they say sometimes like if you want to unfriend people in person, malort. <laughs> if you want to kick your mouth in the balls, um, wow! But yeah. the biggest cult following of anything. huge, and I'm one of them, man. And uh, yeah, like there's a malort malart art right there. If you see that, wow. that's the bottle. <laughs> I, I, have I had no that. Idea. I, I had that made. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like so, the cult following of this thing is beyond anything. I've it's ever crazy, seen. yeah. Wow. And there's like reaction videos on there, like the Irish people drink malort. Um, it's not. It's not as bad. Like my girlfriend thinks it's ridiculous that anybody thinks it's bad, but it's really weird. Some people do not think it's bad. Some people, it's the worst thing they've ever tasted in their life. And what? And so what is it? What category is it? It's a, a liqueur. A liqueur. Yeah, it's, it's like a wormwood. Yeah, it's made out of wormwood. Oh. Great. So. And so, way I would describe the flavor palette is like if you took, do you want like a these? ball of rubber bands and yeah, and uh, chart it and put it into like a whiskey, yeah, and let it sit there for five years. Yeah, that's what it tastes like. Burnt Burgundy. rubber bands, hot, dirty, burnt rubber bands is what it tastes like to me. Billy, you in on this? I'm good. Oh, so we don't need one. We only need no, I'll three. do it. No, fuck All it. Right. I'll do it. 
You got it? You got it. Billy's this Smiley's the bartender. And uh, don't chase it. It's a bad idea. No. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> You'll make it worse. It makes it worse. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, you know, like the, 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 the t- flavor you have in your mouth when you just brushed your teeth and it just like took a shot of like yeah. orange juice. Someone mm. said it tastes like old, old toothpaste. Like toothpaste, not old toothpaste, like it's an old, but like the way toothpaste used to taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know. We have that taste, and then like, chug, chug a pint of that's underpoured smile orange juice. Oh, I, I can't wait. Um, no, actually, this one's overpoured. I'm stoked. No, there's the line right Eggs, there. And the thing is, like, it's it's an act of camaraderie. Yeah. It's like, hey, try this out. But we've had a couple of friends. It's like, why would you even give that to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get mad. But then I've also had people we talk about on the show, and they're like, I kind of want to come and try that. Can I come to your house and try it? Wow. People are gluttons for punishment. Aren't no, they? and then they like it. Some people like it. Some people do like it. One in 49 people likes this. Great. Okay. We'll see how this how this rolls. I'll pass it. Pass it down. Yeah, All right. Down. Oh, my goodness. Littering cool. end. Oh, man. Oh, cheers. Damn. Salute, salute. Enjoy. Oh yeah, can I have a topo? Ooh, what do you think? Wow, um, wow, Billy, you were you were very accurate. I think. <laughs> well, that's my. I said <laughs> I said hot, dirty rubber bands back in the day. Wow, that burnt is, rubber bands yeah. charred in under like a propane flame. <laughs> and just, and then sat underneath your ball sack between your leg for a little while while you ran a marathon. I forgot how bad this is. It's kind of like drinking a tire fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now you're indoctrinated. You've had Malort. Great. Thank you for that. I've never had hepatitis, but I think I'm going to steer clear, you know? Oh, you also have that. Sorry. No, no, I do not. I just checked. No, no, you do no. now after the oh. Malort. Oh, great. <laughs> the Malort gives you hepatitis. Well, Thursday is off then. Have you ever had someone throw up in your mouth? No, uh, no, no. Can't say I have. That's what it tastes. Like. I think that's called baby birding. Yeah, <laughs> baby birds. Yes, baby birds. <laughs> also, something you can catch highlights on on YouTube. Yes, yes, you can. Not Thursday night though. No, we will not be doing that. No, and there will be no Malort There's, at the show. I do not believe that the El Rey Theater proudly serves Malort. No, no, they do not. Although, if Malort would like to sponsor the show, yeah. We will talk. Yeah, uh, Buck. I, I gave it to Buck. I gave Buck like a little shot, like a half shot. And I have a reaction video where he's like, he's just like, oh, <laughs> and he's just yeah. Well, Buck drinks fancy stuff anyway. Every yeah. time you know, every time we have a drink together, it's like some. Oh, dude, he, what was he? Three hundred yeah. dollar whiskey yeah. or something. I don't know. Oh, the Japanese whiskey that they have. Yeah, founders. founders. Yeah. yeah, he's a fancy guy. Oh man, that's what we should after party as founders. There you go. That's, Thursday night we can cram all six hundred people. Yeah. That show up yeah. at the El Rey and the founders. Whatever, man. Mm-hmm. You guys want in on that? That's, yeah, come, on, come out Thursday night. Tickets are like, so general admission. And uh, I am just recently not a general admission guy. Oh, yeah. You, you've, you've upgraded. I've upgraded. So, But general admission is 20 bucks. Okay. That's, where, can you, that's... where can you go? First of all, we can go watch wrestling for 20 bucks. You can't. Nope. Almost nowhere. Uh, t-shirts are going to be about 20 bucks. I want to say this. Billy Idol went to so went to Billy Idol Friday night. You lucky bastard. $90 for the ticket. 
$45 for a t-shirt that I waited 45 minutes in line to get. $12 for a 12-ounce draft cup of beer. Wow. A 12-ounce. 12-ounce pour. That's a dollar an ounce. Yeah. So, come out Thursday night. We will not charge, you know, <laughs> we will not be charging Billy Idol prices. No, no, no. It, we will be well affordable for a family of four. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. even a premium seat. So yeah, we talked about that as yeah. well. $35, 35 gets you the best seat in the house. And there's not a bad seat in the house. There is not. It's yeah, no I, way. I, I remember seeing that show on, like, I guess the South Valley. Mm-hmm. That was like, we paid the cheapest seats and it was still, I, I was, I could see everything. Yeah. Great. I'm not saying, you know, don't get the, you know, don't get the ringsides. <laughs> sure. I mean. But what a cool, I mean, just think of the, think of the venue itself, the L Ray. So you put the ring there. Uh, right up against the stage, there's going to be uh, an awesome view. You know, I'm almost jealous of the people that are going to you know, stand up in the balcony. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fir- Ooh, you know, the now that's going to be a hard place to get, right? So if you mm-hmm. if you have a general admission standing seat ticket, you're going to have to get there early to yeah. grab that spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, what a cool view to be able to look down on the ring. Well, the cool thing is too is like two men on our 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 friend show on the radio KNML six ten Sports Animal. You're going to be on there. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. But yeah. Thursday, they will be live from the El Rey. Ooh. And they will be, like, in the mezzanine area doing the show. So fans can come in. They can see them doing their show. And I think, I don't know, how's the, how's the, uh, are you guys going to come out and do, you know, sell shirts, sign autographs? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we'll have a merchandise booth yeah. uh, set up there, which will have not only merchandise from each of the wrestlers or most of the wrestlers, uh, but, uh, you know, brand new DCCW merchandise. So our Sweet. our first shirt will be available that night. Come buy those shirts. Um, and then, um, of course, you will have a short intermission. You know, during mm-hmm. the show itself, where you get to meet a couple of the wrestlers. Um, and then after the show, we will make ourselves available. We'll stay Sweet. behind to have a couple of drinks, take pictures, and sign whatever you want signed. So, it'll you know it's going to be great. It'll be a lot of a lot of access for the fans. And um, if you're if you're bringing your kiddos for the first time. You know, tell them to bring a marker with them or a yeah. white T-shirt, and so we can we can get them all signed up and uh, make their night. Yeah, somebody asked me if I had a sharpie Friday night, and I was like, no, I don't. I don't carry a sharpie with me. You don't <laughs> no. carry a sharpie. No. Yeah, I'll bring. I have some for the show. So okay, we'll we'll, we'll sign whatever you want. I'll right? sign boobs if people need me to. Yeah, babies' whatever. heads, whatever. Sure, boobs and babies' heads. That's what I do. <laughs> Y'all whip them out. I'm just kidding. I don't care which one. No, no, no. I'll be, uh, I think for this first one, I'm going to be behind the scenes mostly, right? Never know. Never know. You never know. We haven't figured that out yet. We don't no, want to give away everything. Yeah. I do like the idea of you, just just the silhouette of you in the corner. Mm. Taking a shower. Rubbing your beard. Rubbing your beard. I'm like the banker from uh, Deal or yeah. No Deal. <laughs> yeah, you can exactly. just kind of see the, <laughs> yeah. and then like and then like after the match, everybody the claps and they look up and I do the thumbs up or thumbs down when I liked it. <laughs> oh, nice. He's scratching his beard now. What does that mean? <laughs> oh my God. Like, uh, uh, what's it? Okay. Uh, this is going to sound weird. You ever watch the Great Great British Baking Show? Yes. No. Paul yes. A lot. You, you've never seen it? No. Oh, okay. I hear I it. everyone's losing their shit over it. But okay. I... So, what is the greatest? Like, to see if Joe. Let's see how much he watches. If you're a baker, other than winning the show, what is the biggest honor that happens during that show? Um, boy, you know what? I I hate to say it. it's been a while since mm-hmm. I've seen it. 
uh, we, we went on like a little stretch, man. Like we mm-hmm. were watching that oh, yeah. thing for like days. As soon as I say it, you'll be like, yes. Um, clue me back in. When Paul Hollywood mm-hmm. shakes somebody's hand. Oh, yeah. People yeah. like fucking like it's not just like they get excited. Like they like start crying. He's like a judge. He's yeah. the judge. Yeah. Oh. So he grew up and his father was a master baker. He was a master baker. <laughs> and so he's like. Simon Cowell, but he's not like he's not totally like a shitbag asshole, but like he'll tell people like this is what's wrong with it. Now, if he eats your your whatever you just baked, and then he shakes your hand, like that is known on that show as like the ultimate, other than winning it. So people who win that show, you know what they win? Um, a cake? Nothing. Just the notoriety. Yes. Just no, the, I the esteem. I didn't realize there was no prize. So no. I've, I've never seen the final. I mean, they final. go on to like open a bakery and fucking clean up and, you know. Sure. But like, it's no. So, like, whenever somebody gets done with a match, if I come out and I shake their hand, then everybody's like, oh, holy Jesus. That, that would mean something. <laughs> yeah. We could make it mean something. That's a five star. It's a five star Chris match. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a cake show or mm-hmm. just like any baking show? It's a baking it's, show. Okay. Uh, no, they, they have different. Oh, man. Here's the thing. You and your girlfriend need to sit down and just like watch like one season. And it's a baking show and there is more tension than I've ever seen on any show ever. Cuz you're like cuz the people are all really nice English people and you're like I like that person. They're so nice. And they'll bake this like thing that's like really big and towering and they're about to like they're like running out of time. They're about to present it, and it falls over. And you're like, "Oh my god, it <laughs> fell over!" And they're like, and they just start crying. And you're like, "Oh god!" They have like the they all have like a mental breakdown <laughs> yeah. over a tart. Yeah. It's amazing, or it won't rise. And the like... whole show, you know what else I'm about the show? It's like it's done in a tent, mm-hmm. right? They just they throw up a tent yeah. in yeah. the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and uh, genius. It's pretty amazing, but like the, the amount of tension, like the way you you get to feel about the people. And like, they'll win. They'll win one week, and you're like, "Oh, they're so great!" And then they're eliminated the next week. And sometimes they'll they'll be like, you know, two people didn't do well, so we're cutting two people this week. And you're like, "Oh shit!" It's pretty intense. It is. Have you seen the other British man? We don't, we, I can't believe we're on this tangent. But yeah, we wait, are. before I forget, I'm here for I'm here for it. Aren't you guys in a master baking? Is that what? You're, yeah, we're all master bakers here. <laughs> okay, I, I thought that's what you said earlier. I might have misunderstood the word. My uh, hearing is going to makers. That's okay. Master bakers. That's okay. No, I don't know. I don't. We don't know. We don't know what we're, everyone's role. I mean, we know what Joe's role is going to be. You know, oh, Joe, at the show, yeah. Joe's going to book himself to be world champion for the next uh, yeah, two years. Right. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe. We'll see what I do. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, so the New Mexico United are involved. Yes. They're paying. They're they're sponsoring the world title, right? You know, uh, that's... So I don't know if that's 100% official or not. Oh, so whoops, it, whoops. But I, you know, from what I understand from negotiations mm-hmm. with Mr. Mr. Slow, yeah. um, that, that has been... That, that's that's been the rumor. So yeah, talking about having the United Championship belt. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, we've we, man, we've been uh, we've had conversations with a lot of a people lot of are, interesting people folks. People are interested. There's a lot of buzz. There really is. Yeah. So you've you've been in the scene for 27 years. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing like Moshpack, Mike, Thunder have been in it for years. Same. Yeah. Any newcomers you're excited about? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, uh, Sean Lau. 
will be coming from Amarillo, Texas, um, and I've only seen footage of him. I've actually never been. Uh, oh, wow. I, I have been on shows with him, but I, I wasn't able to see his matches. Mm-hmm. Is so, he the Will Ospreay of uh, Texas? Uh, he may be. Oh. He may be. Sean Lowe. So I'm excited to see him live. Okay. Um, you know, I, I love uh, Enrique Delgato. I, I I just love the kid. I think um, I think the crowd really appreciates him, and I love his entrance. So I'm excited to have him there for sure. Okay. He's a local guy. Nice. I, yeah, I don't see like a bunch of like kids coming out, but could, could, well, there I, are, I, yeah. I, don't, I imagine it takes like years of like mm-hmm. formulating your your persona or like your move sets yeah. and like so. When you well, finally come out to actually be like a legitimate uh, person in the scene, then you, you've you've been there for a while. Then. And it, it depends, but yes, in, in a lot of cases, um, you know, the majority of the guys you're going to see on that particular show have been doing it for for years. Well, I, and, and I might be the longest, but not by a long. And we we, time. we filmed a little thing before this, and we talked a little bit about this, like down the road, what thing we'd like to do. If we're successful, if people come out and buy tickets, if people support us, we would like to start a thing. Well, I'm sure there's local people already doing this training, but we would like to, you know, partner with people to to train the next level. You know, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, Mosh Pit, Mike Thunder, they they right, they train uh, wrestlers constantly, and some of the wrestlers you'll see on Thursday night are, are product of that training, right? Um, you know, I've, I I used to train wrestlers. Now I'm a little busy to, to mm-hmm. dedicate enough time to be doing that. But um, trying to take down that Applebee's. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, you got to get a paycheck. So, um, so yeah, one of the down. visions one of the visions of this whole thing is to hopefully uh, mm-hmm. eventually have a facility. Yeah. Um, so that they can they can do that. Right. I think so, that'd be dope. so there's there's definitely like I would say now like a like a breeding ground or at least like a school that would that has. There's school trains like the wrestlers now. Oh, all over the place, all over, okay. all over the United States. Well, I mean, like you know, WWE has has NXT, which they were like really smart. It was Florida Championship Wrestling, and they bought it, and then they partnered with that Full Sail University that used to used to see a lot of commercials for. They're like, I remember that. Would you like to be in production? Would you like to make movies? I remember full that. Full Sail. <laughs> so like Full Sail, like so all of NXT is filmed by the students from Full Sail University, which is genius. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, they've got all their interns, and yeah. you know, where are they going to go? And yeah. so uh, AEW has uh, QT Marshall's group that uh, train a lot of the wrestlers that are going to come up through there. Um, so I, And then, you know, there's like uh, Booker T's group in Houston that trains people. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there's several. I mean, those are the big ones. Like, there's several small ones, too. Like, you know, all the old all the old school wrestlers, like, a lot of them, like, train people, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Got to learn somewhere. Got to learn somewhere. And then, like, we didn't say this, like, Mosh Pit Mike, he wrestled in JCW. Mm-hmm. JCW for a while there, the Juggalo Championship Wrestling, owned by the Insane Clown Posse. Is that the one owned by Billy Corgan, too? No. Oh, no. Uh, the the ICP is it still around JCW? Uh, yeah, as far as I know. Yeah. yeah. So at one time it was the third largest federation of the United States, mm-hmm. or second at one, maybe second at one point. I don't know. So Billy Corgan owns the NWA, which the NWA is. I don't know how to explain it. So back in the day, there was territories. There was like Northeast, Mid Atlantic, the South, you know, Southeast. Um, Southwest Texas, mm-hmm. 
uh, Minnesota. They were all different federate. They were all different wrestling companies. And the NWA was the overarching body of all of them. And there was one champion. And they all would meet in Las Vegas once a year and vote on who the champion would be, whether it would stay with the per- current person or would go to someone new. But that was not, you know, that was not public. That was a secret. Mm-hmm. And Vince McMahon bought it from his dad, broke it all, broke WWF away from the NWA, and started just his own as WWF, and started buying up all the all of them. And it ended the NWA. So Billy Corgan has bought the rights to NWA, and he restarted it. Okay. So that's so what he owns. Yeah, it's like a conglomeration of yeah. a bunch of small federations. But so. not anymore. I mean, you know. To a point. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I work. Uh, it's been a while, but I was working for uh, NWA Top of Texas for okay. a while. and um, Billy Corgan smashed you with a guitar. <laughs> yeah, I didn't work with Billy that night. But, uh, <laughs> and I wrestled. Uh, Rob Conway was a former. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah he and I wrestled uh, each nice. other one night. Um, he was a former NWA world yeah. champion. Yeah. So he's kind of brought it back. He put it on YouTube for a while. I think now it's on Fight TV. And a lot of people were hoping, like, the the, the worst thing that happened for Billy Corgan was is uh, AEW started. And, you know, Billy Corgan's a millionaire, but uh, the cons are billionaires. And they were like, oh, we're going to get some TV rights and all yeah, that. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, a fight. Uh, we're going to take a break here. Um, but uh, I can't help but promote, uh, promote dccw.com. DCCWTickets.com, Duke City Championship Wrestling.com is where all of our social media is. That's where the tickets are for sale. Uh, Hobo Hank will be headlining Thursday's show. Doors are at 6. Bell time is 7.30. Get your tickets. They they might be gone by Thursday. There might might be walk-up tickets. Maybe not. Doors are at 6. I'm... I'm gonna yeah. be plastered by 7:30. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, don't get you, don't don't run in the ring or anything. Don't <laughs> fall off the mezzanine. Don't fall off the mezzanine. You know, through a table. Uh, do you want to promote anything else, Joe? Uh, I mean, that's really where we're at, right? Uh, Thursday night is the big night. Can't it's, wait. It's the show. Excited about it. And yeah. he's going to stick around with us for the second hour. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. The wavy hour. The wavy you, hour. you had a shot of my lord. You're indoctrinated yeah. into the uh, oh. ten drink nation. Yeah, I think and the next hour I'm going to try this uh, Topo Chico. Oh, yeah, man. what's who's our sponsor? Topo Chico Weird Hard sponsor. Seltzer. Cool. Do you like Topo Chicos normally? I, you know what? I I've, honestly I've never tried it, so I'm going to I'll you, try that in the second do, hour. Do you like seltzers? I do. These are the best I've ever had. Well, it's got to be better than that shit you made me shoot <laughs> in the first hour. So, so. The, the the problem I have with the Topo Chico is, is it's too easy drinking. Uh, I'll be like, oh, this is fun. I'll have six of these. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, because they're 5%. I, I cut scene to 3 a.m. <laughs> and then I'm like, and another thing. <laughs> Let me tell you what I think. Uh, Bill, you got anything to promote? You got anything coming up? Um, I have a show the 17th of June at Juno. We're opening for this touring band who I totally forget what they're called. But the directory is opening. Uh, I'm going to the studio with the black tie here. I'm, I'm a hired hired uh, musician. Oh, hired yeah. gun. Hired gun. And I'm guessing, like, uh, you know, like Chip Gay is going to have something okay. soon. And it's May, which means the uh, the Night of the Living cover bands uh, uh, sign, up. sign up is starting, like, next week or something. Well, and a lot of people don't know this about Joe. You also are in a band called McAdoo. I am, yeah. 
Yeah, so what, what are we going to, you going to sign up for Night of Living cover bands? What's going on with that? You know, uh, probably, I'm so busy with this DC, DCCW yeah. thing, man. We uh, haven't done a lot of playing. Uh, last gig I played, I think it was a Steelbender. Oh, that's cool. I'll sign you up. A couple months Don't ago. Don't worry about but, it. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what country band do you want to cover? Uh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, something simple. Three chords. Three chords. Uh, Dwight Yoakam it is. There you go. <laughs> Just kidding. And McAdoo is Dwight Yoakam. Exactly. <laughs> Billy did uh, last year's Night of Living Cover Bands. He did George, George Strait. Yeah, it was great. That's cool. Yeah, and it was fantastic. One of the, I'd say it was one of the highlights of last year's Night of Living Cover Bands. Do you know what that is? I do, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's going to open up here like in the next couple of weeks. And we're always excited. It's like, who are we going to do this year? I am probably going to be in four bands that, nice. that entire I just I just want to be the guy that signs Joe up for a lot of things that don't work out well for him. <laughs> like, you're going to be Dwight Yoga, but it's great. You'll love it. You'll love it. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. You'd be surprised how many things chapters of my life have started now. All right, Joe, you're going to take, take, take a heavy bump tonight. And he's like, okay, what is it? It's a superplex. I'm taking a superplex. Off the mezzanine. Let me finish. Oh. <laughs> like, we do have a balcony. Through some uh, light bulb barbar. <laughs> so, no. That sounds like something I would do. <laughs> okay. We're going to go ahead and sign that up. <laughs> brought, <laughs> brought to you by Malort. <laughs> brought to you by Malort. Um, if you are in the Houston area next Saturday and or Sunday, I will be at Comic Palooza. I don't know which day it is. I think it's Saturday. It's Saturday. I'll post this more as it gets closer. I am going to be on a panel. They have sent me my press credentials. I am on a panel for starting and running a podcast, and I'm going to be there to answer questions with my good friend Ming Chin from uh, TV's A Comic Book Men. But I'll be in the the Houston area up until Monday. Like, I fly back at, like, I leave at, like, 10 (laughs) at night just so I could just get that one more, like, Day of just oh yeah totally shredding with Ming because you know, <laughs> it's Memorial Day but I'll be in Houston this next weekend so that'll be pretty dope Ming Chen uh, shout out because I don't know when that movie's coming out oh I don't know either yeah he just came was in town and got filming to a movie yeah filming a movie and, we and uh, so I'm gonna meet up with my friend Jefferson I'm gonna meet up with our friend Jameson probably oh Ooh, yeah because he'll also be there he said and uh, God, friend of the show John Vincent he's a Houston native Astros fan, boo! But uh, yeah, I'll be there. So come and uh, say hello at Comic Palooza. I'll probably be at Ming Chen's booth. Shout out to Jameson. He's like yeah. the regional director for some like the uh, Top Golf. Uh, Top Golf. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's in charge of a Top Golf in Cincinnati now. Oh, okay. He's a general manager, dude. He runs a whole Top Golf. Like he started out as a bartender there. Yeah, he was my favorite bartender. Now he runs. <laughs> now he runs a Top Golf, like a whole one. Like he's the man. That's so dope. Yet I don't get discounts at Top Golf. So weird. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, we'll be back. Joel will be with us. Hobo Hank, uh, stick with us. Uh, with that, we, we are, are ten, 10 drink, drink minimum. minimum. Oh man, we're back for the Holly Ann slash Wavy Hour. Billy's here. Hey, it's good to be good to be here. You moved your camera. You moved. There we go. There we go. There we go. And uh, from Duke City Championship Wrestling, Joe Singer, also known as Hobo Hank. Good to be here, gentlemen. Dang, 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 dang. I'm Chris Burnett. I'm your host. Smiley's in the bathroom again. We know what's going on. <laughs> Poor guy. He's so embarrassed. <laughs> if you don't know what's going on, just roll back to the first hour and let him tell you. I don't want to go through that again. 
Poor Smiley. So I went to Billy Idol on uh, on uh, Friday night, right? Yeah, the casino. Yeah, at uh, yeah, of course. Well, you don't have to say it like that. No, like, I, I, it's kind of it's, a different. It's, 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 it was pejorative back in like the early two thousands. Yeah. Like yeah. you're on the on the the you know the casino circuit, right? But now it seems like that's the place to go. Yeah, especially with us like getting older. I was like, let's, let's go to the casino. Yeah, so we Uber out. Yeah. Ninety dollars a ticket, right? So we get there, and you know, there's a line. Of, here's there's some really cool things that happen. There's some things that were like kind of like oh, okay. So it's raining, and I'm like, damn In an it! Outdoor amphitheater. An outdoor amphitheater. And I'm like, this is gonna suck. And my girlfriend's like, ah, I should have brought those ponchos I got from Red Rocks. La 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 la. Couldn't find them. So we get there. We wait in line to get in, and uh, you you know the big problem. I, I you know. The big problem with shows like this is you have this crowd of people who don't drink like they used to, mm-hmm. but then they come exactly out. But then say. they come out and start drinking like they used to. You know what I mean? And uh, it's fine. Like there was no crazy incidents, but like we we wait in the line and, and like there was no rhyme or reason. And they're like form three lines, and it's like we're curving around a building. Where do the three lines form? So we finally get in, and the cool thing was, immediately, they're handing out free ponchos, rain ponchos. And I'm like, dude, that's cool as shit, right? And my girlfriend's like, you know what? That's really cool. And I was like, well, what's cheaper? You know, rain ponchos that come in a literally like a, a box, like like trash bags. It's literally, they're handing you trash bags. Yeah, well, they're not, but they're, you know, they, they were actually not bad ponchos. I think I still have mine. I think it's in the trash in the house. But like... <laughs> You know, it's collecting the trash that we have. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but like, you know, they're pulling them out of the ba- the box like a trash bag thing. But they they were full on. Like, had the arm sleeve. Like, I didn't have to rip holes and make my own. They had the hoodie. And my girlfriend's like, "That's cool." And I was like, "Well, what's cheaper? Free ponchos, refunding ninety dollar tickets." Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. <laughs> so we go. Now here's where you know it gets not cool. So that venue's the thing that's cool about that venue is it's small. I think it's four four thousand. It's an amphitheater that holds four thousand, so really not a bad seat, really. Yeah. And Billy Idol, people have fucking they're like, like I don't remember the last time Billy Idol, Idol toured. Like you know he 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 doesn't tour. One merch booth. Four thousand people. Wow. Forty five minute line to get to the merch table. Jesus. For four t-shirts and hats that were not displayed and a lighter and a, some koozies. <laughs> and I'm like, mother... And a hoodie. One hoodie. <laughs> that sounds like hoodie. an afterthought. And you got... Oh, we should probably I, have my uh, shirt. The shirt I got... No, they... No. They, the, my shirt was $45. It was not an afterthought. Wow. So all in on the merch, what, what were you... I only bought the one shirt. My girlfriend bought, she brought like a $450 budget just in case, which she had wanted a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. She's a bigger Billy Idol fan than I, I, I had regu- had thought. Yeah. She got a hoodie. She got a t- The hoodie was 75 and it wasn't even a zip-up. It was a pullover, which I always feel a pullover is kind of like should be less, right? Uh, anyway, whatever. $12 beers, cool, whatever. $12, 12-ounce beers, whatever. So we get down and we start. We we sit down. Uh, 
and there's like an opener and it was like this this lady she's like super english and she's all i used to live in new mexico have you ever heard of a town called taos taos. but yeah the gorge but it was really funny because like you know like it's billy idol and like all i can think about is i'm probably 10 years old I'm watching Channel 36, which is MTV, and Billy Idol's on. And my sister, so I text my sister. I was like, I'm at Billy Idol, and I feel really old right now. And she's like, that's cool. And that's all she says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all I can think about, right? Because, you know, and, and Billy Idol has had a lot of work done. Billy Idol's guitar player, Steve Stevens, has had a lot of work done. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. All, over, all around, it was pretty cool. Now. At one point during the show, in an amphitheater, remember we're in a seated amphitheater, a blonde, thin, top-heavy woman got on a guy's shoulders, and he starts walking down the aisle with her up on the shoulders, and what do you think is going to happen? They, he falls over. No, 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 no. Oh, but I mean, what do, you, what do you think the plan what? is? It's, oh, it's, to, 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 flashing it's flashing. Yeah, yeah. right, right. And I'm like, oh, that girl's going to flash Billy Idol. And my girlfriend's like, that's ridiculous. We're old. And I'm like, it's fine. It's, you know. But they stop them about a third, three quarters of the way down. Uh, let's see. They're saying in the chat, you guys need to buy the fake shirts at the parking lot. There's usually a guy selling them outside his letter. Sandia has a lot of bad view spots. I That's like true. Letter. You have like, like the... Uh... <laughs> the Billy Idol shirts. The, 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 bo- the, <laughs> the, f- the bootleg ones. The $5 square yes, ones. Yes, yeah. yes. That like melt in the washing machine the first time you wash it. <laughs> sure. Um, now it's just a regular shirt. So here's... But then, like, here's my younger self versus my older self. My younger self is like, dang, Billy Idol's so lucky. Older self, like, I've been on stage places. Billy, you've been on stage places. Yeah, I would I would say like if I can pivot, I remember thinking that Billy Idol was punk rock when I was living in Farmington. It's like that what punk that's what nah. punk rock was, mm-hmm. and I was like originally eight, eight, eight or nine years old. It's like this is what punk rock. Is. It wasn't, like, yeah. And, but that's that's that was my own like small well, perception of what when he, he was in Generation X. He was. Oh, I don't know which one that one is. It is. So yeah, so that's so whatever like the spikes and stuff. The, yeah. Like you know, you go into like an eighties movie, eighties movie, oh. like, and you have like these, like, these like who, like these youths, youths, yes. youths, and with like chains and like bats and stuff. That's what yeah. that's what I thought Billy Idol. No, was, well, know? I mean, his original band, Generation X, when he was in England, sure. Did yeah. I blow you out? Mm-hmm. Uh, which one is? <laughs> see, everything is all fucked up here. Who knows? Which one is yours? So yeah, that's that's like in Farmington, New Mexico, yeah, yeah, and yeah. watching like these like eighties movies with like you know like these. Street kids with like Liberty spikes, yeah, and like bats. I mean, that's and what, he, and he still looks that way, right? Uh-huh. Well, so okay, but like you've been on stage, Joe. You've been on stage, right? Sure. So when you're on stage, like in a let's say like a major theater, what's in your face? Oh, the lights, lights. lights. You can't How much see. can you see? Nothing. No, you're lucky if you see the first so, like, three rows. So I'm laughing because I'm like, tell my girlfriend, I'm like, there, she's trying to get down there to flash him, and he can't see it. Yeah. You can't see it all. And the whole time... You have to get like, right up to the stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd have to be right up stage. And this is what made me laugh. It's like Billy Idol's... Like, you know, he doesn't play an instrument. I mean, he does. I guess he can. He brought it up, but he never did. 
So he's like, while people are playing, especially like solos and shit, he's walking around and he's like pointing at people and pointing at people and pointing over here and pointing over there and dan- like kind of dance, you know, like the best he can dance. And like these people are like freaking out because he's pointing at them, but he can't see you. No. He's just pointing. Yeah, yeah. And acting, like, in acting. He's like, He's like, hey, you, you. Do you still do, like, just the vest with, like, no shirt on? I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes out, and he's got, like, a, a an undershirt on, a black undershirt, and he's got his black leather jacket on. And I'm like, 67-year-old. Sing- signature black leather 67 jacket. 67-year-old Billy Idol, good job. Then he takes off the leather jacket. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. Then he's like. I'm going to take off this shirt. And I'm like, no, you're 67. Don't do it. <laughs> Takes it off. If I'm When I'm 67, I hope I have Billy Idol body. Yeah, yeah, But he's still a little old for doing that. You know, it's it's weird to see, like, I'm sure everyone loved who, it, though. who's never put on a, hasn't yeah. put on a shirt in the last 45 years. Uh, they're and saying, this lady in the chat says, my collection of mostly $10 shirts. The guy tried to sell them for 20 but I usually pull out a $10 bill that I have ready in my pocket. I'm a salesperson. Oh, she's... Oh, she's, she's haggling. Man, Claudia's Hag. got all the hookups on the merch. And then she says she's waiting to see Pantera. And then she says Panthera. I'm so. telling you, uh, you know, Claudia, if you do go to the DCCW show this week, please yeah. keep that to yourself. But, no, I, uh, I, I'm going to have all the good yeah, um, DCCW merch. Yeah, the good merch in in like whatever is Gildan bad? Is Gildan the worst kind of shirt? I don't know. Is that the brand? No, like um, the, the brand of shirts. Oh. I don't know, it's gonna be like you know, the fruit of the loom. Fruit of the looms. <laughs> and There's gonna all, be some some DCCW like shirts being like sold, knock, sold knock, across yeah. the street. Knockoffs. Well, right. Like don't don't buy them inside. When I went to WrestleMania, there was a fucking shitload of those dudes. Oh, so sure. funny WrestleMania story. So Fred Fred Slow of uh, Two Men On and Van Nunley and I we all went to WrestleMania, and uh, you know I'm like I got this shirt and you can't really you know maybe you know they, I see it's kind of nice yeah and I got this hat this WrestleMania hat but like we're walking like well hold on we're back in the the motel and we hear a commotion and we go outside and this la- this lady's cleaning up a room she's like you guys want this liquor it's like a black lady and she handed it to us and it was like this fucking peach brandy. Right, delicious. No, but yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> that's that's what I needed at that time. And so she hands it to us unopened, and we're like, "Sure, we'll take this." And we're all trying to figure out what we're doing with this. So we get an Uber, and we met some other like people that were, there was other people in our, our motel that were going to WrestleMania. We're like, "Well, let's just all share a, a Uber XL." So we just, as we're waiting for the Uber XL, we crack it and we just start passing it around. Old school as style. you do, and we're handing it around taking swigs off of it right? in the in the uber too yes and uh as we get to the uh, uh venue we we just cannot drink enough of this and then uh, and fred's like what do i do with this i was like dude there's all these t-shirt vendors that are like fucking selling hand it to one of those guys i guarantee they'll take it as we're walking by guys like hey t-shirt and we're like no but do you want this like this liquor, the dude fucking yanks it out of Fred's hand, sticks it under a shirt, and rolls it like just disappears <laughs> into a crowd. Like it was like he's been waiting for this his whole yeah. life, you know? Oh man! And uh, so yeah, so there's you know there's that. But um, anyway, I'm like I'm like laughing because I'm like this one, and she never pulls her shirt up because she's waiting for Billy Idol to look, 
And I just don't think people understand. He can't see you. Yeah. He can't. And yeah. And what, if he did, what what is I mean, what is the expectation of what's going to happen next? I don't know. I don't know. I'm yeah. not saying, you know, like, you know, if we're on stage and you want to flash us, yeah. Go for it. We'll, my my favorite part is when Billy Idol gave us a uh uh a soapbox on not to do drugs. Wait, what? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's all which decade he's all this next song is about chasing the dragon or something, chasing the demon. And he's all he tells this whole story about somebody one of his kids' godparents who he used to get pictures of and <laughs> now after last week he can't get pictures of the guy anymore and I'm like, Oh, because the demon caught up with him <laughs> I was like If it was a great thing, you shouldn't you should listen to Nancy Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Love. <laughs> and so that's that's what he that was this whole thing. I was like I was like, I don't know if I want to listen to Billy Idol on <laughs> yeah. drug drug addiction here. You know what? I I can't get over. Uh, I know this was a few st- uh, you know segments ago, but uh, your girlfriend has like an annual uh, Billy Idol budget. Oh, no, no, she just had no. She had a, she just had a merch budget. budget. Okay, I was, not a, not an annual, just a merch. I was going <laughs> to say like four fifty seems high. Like I'd have to go home yeah. and you know look at my books and see what my annual Billy Idol budget. is. I didn't is, know this till we got there. Seems big. And she goes, yeah, I, I put aside like four hundred fifty bucks for the merch, and I was like. What? Shit! I didn't know you liked Billy, I- and that didn't even include the shirt I got. Like I, I had to pay for my own shirt. Well, for that, I think you guys could have had <laughs> you could have had a white wedding, Chris. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, there were a lot of women wearing veils, and they took a fo- group photo afterwards, right? But uh, very interesting. A lot of drunk people, you know, like people just can't handle their like people. Don't, Old people can't handle. They the just can't. Anymore. Yeah, they can't anymore. It's more. It's like potent now. It's like the like it's like the weed from the nineties. You can't just like smoke like weed now. Okay. And then now we have Topo Chicos. That will just get you cosmic. That'll get you cosmic. I don't know about these Topo. What do you think? Of- did you try the Topo Chico salsa? I did. Yeah, I've got the uh, tropical pineapple. It's really good. It's really good, right? Yeah, I like, like it. it's too drinkable. It's uh, very much. It reminds me of. Uh, takes me back to the wine cooler days. Oh goodness. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Thank, thanks uh, for coming out. You can mm-hmm. answer this too because you're our information guy. Are wine coolers still available to buy? No. Yeah. Are they? Like I, Bartles I and James? B and J, yeah, dude. Oh, is it called B and J now though? Well, I mean that's like what the that's what the logo says. Weirdly, yeah, those, guys the, those guys on those guys on the commercials back then they really weren't Bartles and James. What they what what B and J needs to do now is like totally campaign on TikTok. Oh. Bring back wine coolers to these like Gen Z kids. Dude. Or just turning twenty one. In like in the early twenties, I mean, they might as well. These Gen Z kids, like, like they're wearing every, like, they're wearing the high waisted jeans, stone washed with like a, a fanny pack, yeah, and like a like a Nirvana shirt, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I I carted uh, someone like a, at my store the other day, just all. I was like, "Oh, you just turned twenty-one, and you have a Black Sabbath like uh, right. shirt. And why are you, why, why is your waist?" Line above your belly button. <laughs> Next time you see someone like that, you'll be like, "Hey, oh, you listen to the Black Sabbath podcast?" They'll be like, "Yeah, oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> you saw that movie? You saw that movie? Wow! Let's go Coachella. Oh, they're asking if they, someone can get a free T-shirt. Uh, she said, "Can I get a free one? We should do something next to my food truck." So she has a food truck if we need <gasps> oh, food. Is that who that is? Really? Yeah. Who's what, what food truck? Uh, I know. It's, it's the former yellow truck. Now it's green. <gasps> the best one. Yeah. Like the Kiri? Kiri? It's uh what is it? Claudia, what's the name of your food truck? Uh it's uh Kiro's. Kiro's, yeah. Kiro's. I was like, like I was like That's Kiri, right. I remember mm-hmm. that. 
It's the best. Hot, like, Juarez Mexican food. Ooh. That yeah, sounds good. good. So good. Like, uh, the, the the Colorado burrito used to burn my face off. Well, Claudia, if you're asking about the DCCW merchandise. Oh, I'd... she calls it Cavita's Green Taco Machine. Ooh, that sounds good. Well, there yeah. you go. I, I think if you buy a VIP ticket on Thursday night and, uh, you know, bring us bring us a sample, we could probably work something out on a free shirt. That's yeah. That's doable. Yeah, and then maybe uh, you might be parked outside the DCCW shows, maybe at some point. So the yellow truck's yeah. still around? No, it's uh, well, yeah, but it's green. Uh, okay, she got t-boned. The yellow truck got t-boned by somebody. They ran a stop sign and destroyed it. Oh no! So she got a she got a green one. So that sucks. Well, rise from the ashes. Her truck was so good. People yeah. copied it. There were other yeah. yellow trucks. And it's like, like, is no, this, is this, is this the, the OG one. yellow trucks? Like, no, this is not the no, same. No, no, no. That one's got too much red on it. Nah, 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 nah. I do love because they knew me at that point, mm-hmm. and they would be like, okay, so you want like, one or two of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She would get to know you. She's a big metal head. She loves metal. Like like old school hair metal. She's like she's like Scorpions. Like she's Rat like and Scorp- Motley Crue. I mean, she's going to Pantera, so I mean. Yeah. Yeah, big big fan of that. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's just like she just has a poster of stereo. Me too, Claudia. I like that stuff. Oh man, yeah. So you have a band, McAdoo. I do. Are you guys? I mean, you said you haven't played in a while. Yeah, I mean, it's been a couple months since we had a live show, but uh, no, we're still we're we're still very much active and uh, hoping hoping a little bit later this summer to get started on another album. It's been a while since we put yeah. out an album. Is uh, uh, Steven still the drummer? Yes. Nice. Yeah. But Steve. not Steve Stevens. Steven Ferguson. Yeah, he's oh. our drummer. So. so during the Billy Idol show, right, they start doing the Top Gun song. Down, 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 down. And I'm like, that's weird. Well, then I look up Steve Stevens. He wrote the Top Gun song. Really? And then I went, hmm. okay. Sure. <laughs> Got it. It's like, why would this be played? It's like yeah. Billy Idol singing a Top Gun song. Yeah. Well, there's no words to it, so he oh, just okay. was playing. Also, Steve Stevens had the electric guitar that has the that looks like a, a snake skin. Oh, cool! Because of course he right? does. Because of course he does, right? <laughs> that dude, he was a shredder, though. Tell me that Billy Idol actually stood there and did what you just did and was like, bam, bam, bam. No, bam. no, no. That's too bad. That's. But it's funny because like someone's like you know because Billy Idol was like kind of like you know I don't know how to explain the dancing but it was like. Old man grooving, <laughs> but to be fair to Billy Idol, he has a steel rod in his leg. He almost lost his leg in a motorcycle wreck thirty right. something years ago. Really? Uh, That's why it, he hasn't been touring. In it, well, <laughs> I'm sure it's not why, but because like that thirty something years ago. Okay, well that's his reason for yeah. not being touring. I would I I would like to think that like mm-hmm. these people who were big in the '80s got sober. And now yeah. they're like, now we can just do this stuff and be viable like musicians in this day and age, and just like, kind of milk what we have left. Because now, like you know, they were big when I was, you know, like uh, like ten, like f- five or six years old. So now I have money. I was like, I'll see Billy Idol. That's what I thought punk rock was. Is he in the Hall of Fame? I don't even think he is. Or the Walk of Fame, at least. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Ugh. Why? Why? There's like a lot. Of, like I saw this post, and it was from like one of the guys from like uh, an '80s hair metal band that 
doesn't this never gonna make that no it was like yeah like quiet riot he's like the hall of fame hates 80s hair metal and i was like they kind of do that's i can't think of who is uh in Mm. well quiet riot's not (laughs) molly crew maybe molly crew sure ducties was uh or guns and roses has gotta be they are but they yeah because axel didn't yeah they are because axel didn't he didn't want to be in yeah. Okay. So well, there you go. Guys like Skid Row, Warrant, are they are they part of that? <laughs> no. And that's kind of Def Leppard's got to be. Well, the Rock and Roll Hall of, Hall of Fame. Just oh, they're recently. banned from the Rock and Roll Hall. Motley Crue is banned. <laughs> oh, that's actually pretty fucking cool, though. If you're not going to be in it, be banned from it, right? Wow, that's a good that's a good question. What hair metal bands? I want to say like Def Leppard's in. I want to say. Guns N' Roses has got to be. No, they are. I know the for fact. I know Guns N' Roses. I want to say that like. There we go. Hall of Fame. Let's see. I, I think it's a Van Halen probably. Mm, metal Hall of Fame. Oh, there's a Metal Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, because they're not going to be in the Rock and Roll yeah. Hall of Fame. <laughs> Why not? Why? Why would they not? Well, they listed Poison. I saw that. In <gasps> is Poison in? Because if Poison can get in, anybody no, can I, get I, in. I mean, no. I, I just mentioned that they just loosened the uh, qualifications for the Rock and Roll Rock yeah. and Roll Hall of Fame. That's the Metal Hall of Fame. That's different. That's not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Or in the, I guess I should say Rock and Roll. Yeah, and I mean the, the, the general rock and roll Hall of Fame. I'm saying like I, I'm guarantee you Van Halen's in. Okay, Guns and Roses, uh, glam metal, Motley Crue, Motorhead. Motorhead's not glam metal. Pantera, they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Shh, mm. Nice. That's, you know Rex, the bass player, lives here in Albuquerque. From Motorhead? No, from Pantera. Right. Is that the guy that lives over here? No, that's the guy oh. from Sleep. Which they should be in the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame too. Hmm. Guns N' Roses, Cheap Trick, nice. Def Leppard, okay. Twisted Sister, should be. Striper, I, I, I See, no, because Quiet Riot's the one who said it, so they're not in. I'm telling you, they're not in. That doesn't look accurate. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That looks made up. Hmm. I don't know. That, that's thing, weird. And the thing is, you can be in, like, an induct... Like oh, a, here we go, rocksnubs.com. You can totally be, like, nominated, but not totally get in. Oh, Bon Jovi's not in. That's <gasps> crazy. That doesn't make sense. Def Leppard's not in. Motley Crue, not in. Because they're banned. Tesla, not in. Whitesnake, not in. Poison, not in. Borderline, Skid Row, Skid. Rat, Cinderella, Warren, yeah. Winger. Eh, yeah. Definitely, though, agree. I agree on the ones who should be in. Def Leppard should be. Dude, Def Leppard sold a goddamn lot of... Dude, I hated them so much because they played them so much on hysteria MTV. Hysteria is like... is, is, is dude, Pyromania and Hysteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. The amount of records they sold. That but was, bon, that, that bon Jovi? Was, that Jesus. was a monster. It seems weird that Bon Jovi would not be in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I've... Uh, that's... Out of all of these... Now I'm going to say on the bon no-brainers... Bon Jovi's the only one I like, have listened to. On the no-brainers, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with Tesla. Tesla, like, they had they had a couple songs, yeah, so a little couple, you know, yeah. But if you've seen them live, yeah, and they those guys tour more sure. than anybody, sure. Scorpions got to be on there, right? Fuck the Scorpions. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Scorpion, dude. I hate the I, I I didn't hate the Scorpions until last year when I found out something really awful about them. Uh, they're Disney adults. I don't know. No. The Scorpions put out a record 
It was banned in all countries but Germany. <gasps> I saw because of the cover. A 13-year-old girl, fully nude, spread eagle on the front cover. And I'm like, no, sir. And oh, they yeah, fought to keep it. Yes. Wow. Gross. That is disgusting. Somebody, Gross. Somebody went to the fucking, these guys, and they're like, yo, this is fucked up. Yeah. And it was like, no, we're going to fight tooth and nail to keep it. Yeah. And only Germany allowed it. Oh, and, then, and then there's people out there. Telling. This is like people who buy like Nazi memorabilia, like people online that like look for this record. And I'm like, gross, gross. I heard about that. Yeah. Holy smokes. And someone's like, well, and I'm like, no, there's no well on that. <laughs> no. Well, you have to understand. It's like, there's, I don't have to understand shit. Yeah. That's fucked up. But po- it's, it's kind of weird for that band because they're not really known as provocateurs. Mm-mm. I was shocked. I was like, what in the fuck? Now, Poison should be in just for Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Agreed. And every rose has its thorn. It's one, of the, one of the greatest like rock ballads of all time. Absolutely. I mean, them If you have a dance to that at a school dance, you're okay. bullshit. Bigger, bigger, bigger rock ballad, uh, Every Rose Has Its Thorn, or Extreme, More Than more Words. More Than Words. Ah, two different worlds, man. I, <sighs> I, you know, they're both huge, but it's, they're just different. Uh, which e- which event do you want us to explain? Uh, I see the yeah the chat too. So Ray Ray Basura sending which, some love. Who whole, is, who is Ray Basura? S- some love back to you, Ray. Sending love to the whole Tendrick Minimum Crew, Hobo Hank, the old Ray trash Bas- king, the old trash king. Yeah. Uh, former tag team partner of Mosh Pit Mike would say we're the DWO <gasps> tag team what? champions of the world. That is correct. That's, that's got to be a good feeling at the end of the day. Former co-host of Tin Drink Minimum. That's yep. right. We've we've squared off in the ring before. Oh man, yeah. Does, is okay. In fact, I was uh, we I tagged against him. Uh, my partner was the Blue Meanie from oh, from uh, ECW. ECW. Yeah. Big question about Ray. Mm-hmm. Does he potato you? Did he ever potato you? I what's that mean? So I don't recall. The potato was when you just knock the shit out of someone. When you hit someone for real in the ring, they call it taking liberties. Yeah, because like because because okay, because you're both you're both doing kind of a dance against each other, and you know you've you you know you've either planned it out or you're planning it out in the ring, and sometimes the wrestler will punch the shit out of somebody for the hell of it. For real, yeah, it happens. Um, You know, honestly, I don't I don't think so, but I don't recall the Yeah. yeah the night I was. When I wrestled him, uh, Meanie was my partner, and mm. we did a little dance-off. And that's the thing that sticks out about that show, okay. was the dancing. Uh, to answer the chat, it's, it is not specifically Lucha Libre. Is there any Lucha? I don't have any Lucha stars on that that night. But there will be some coming. Lineup. Yeah. yeah. But it's wrestling, just just like Lucha Libre. Yeah. So. Do you guys call it a card? Like a, like a, no, like, the, car, yeah. the card, card is, is a do, what is it, what is it, card? Uh, card subject to change. Subject to change. Yeah. Claudia, I promise if you come out, you'll have a good time. Yeah, I it'll promise. Be fun. It'll be fun. I want to know. I think Ray looks like he's he looks like he potatoes people though. I'm really about the drama. Like that's what that, I'm trying to cause right now. No, 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 not mm-hmm. even like that. It's just like you see the drama <laughs> that's made on these like on the spectacle, but also it's like, bitch, you weren't supposed to do that. And then like backstage, like kind of in the here's like, oh god, I hate. Uh, you fucked up, and uh, I really hate you for this. Uh, it seems like that's something that happens like in bands too. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. What if your drummer just decides to do something else? You have to oh, yeah. just follow along. No. Well, yeah. Well, uh, Ray Basura says Blue Meanie was not a highlight of my career. Hobo Hank is what made that night. 
Uh, that means a lot, man. I appreciate that. Likewise, yeah. we had a good time. And uh, miss having you around, buddy. Hopefully, you'll be there on Thursday night to come see the show. I hope he does, yeah. Yeah. I hope he does. That'd be sick because I like, I like Ray a lot. You bet. And then when he left, like after the, the you know kind of the fall of DWO, uh, he left and he was in a, a federation in uh, Party Hard Wrestling and in, in, which is no longer a thing, I think. Correct. In uh, Phoenix. Yep. And then he was on a show, traveling with my father. I think is the name of it. Ray, if I'm incorrect, please please tell me. Correct. And he got to wrestle like the main character from that show on one of the episodes on Netflix. So go watch that traveling. I think it's traveling with my father. Second season. Oh, that's right. Ray wrestles the the main character. And he was the he was the the party hard um, interdimensional champion. That, that sounds right. Yeah, travels with my father. There you go. I think Thanks. the last time you were on the show, Ten Drink, it was right when the Vice. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. So can we can you talk post that Vice? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. What is the, what was the aftermath of that Vice? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's yeah. Interesting, man. Um, I think it was right around that time. So Vice hit me up a few years ago. It was kind of out of the blue. I got a call. Oh he, oh, he says season three, episode one of Travels with My Father. There you go. Watching it tonight. So. Screenshot that. We will check it out, brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Vice called me one morning, um, said they'd like to do a documentary about Hobo Hank. Uh, I, I, from what I was told, they had done a Google search on Albuquerque Legends, and my name popped up. And so they all started watching uh, some of my YouTube footage, and uh, apparently the whole crew up in Brooklyn, New York, thought that, that was cool. So uh, they started following my career for a while. And then uh, reached out. See, I thought it was because you were on the podcast with Edge and Christian and all that shit. Well, that put, that definitely helped. Yeah. yeah. So I, I did the Edge and Christian podcast, and that put me on the map there, too. Well, actually, so. the timeline is... <laughs> There's a lot, yeah. You came on. We filmed a, a promo for you fighting Tommy Dreamer. Correct. Right? Yes. Yeah, by wrestled Tommy, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy here. Dreamer saw that. Mm-hmm. Loved it. And then he got... Like, he was the guy that would call into the Edge and Christian podcast... And do the tales from the Indies, mm-hmm. and like the, he told the whole story. I listened to it because you sent it to me. I sent it, and he's like talking about how he wrestled. Like his, he was like, I wrestled one of my favorite people that I've read. Like he's like his name is Hobo Hank in Albuquerque. So then the next one, he couldn't be there, and you filled in on Edge and Christian's podcast. I did, yeah. I took his spot because uh, because I had, yeah I had wrestled Tommy here and uh, it went really well. We hit it off, and he. He he decided I was his favorite independent wrestler. Yeah. So um, yeah, when he took a he was down in Australia at the time touring with That's his right. company, That's right. uh, uh, House, House, House of Hardcore. Hardcore. Yeah. So I took his spot in the. They Edge even and played that promo on the on the podcast they did yeah. yeah the one we shot in your studio in in the in the rosemont house <laughs> oh that's right that's right yeah so that so fast forward then uh, yeah the vice uh, you know vice I got put on vice's radar and. They reached out, asked to do a documentary about me, so they put together the piece that you could. Uh, it's still up to this day. Uh, just search Hobo Hank, and it's probably the first thing that pops up. Yeah. Last I last I checked, almost two hundred thousand people had seen it. Jesus. Um, and then another, you know, five or ten thousand on the India or the uh, Asia version of Vice. Is there um, such a thing? Yeah, there's oh, a, yeah, there's like, Vice Asia. Whoa. So it's cool. I mean, between those two things, you know, the ENC podcast and the and the yeah. Vice, I. I've gotten a lot of follows and messages from people all over the world. That's nuts. India and Australia and just anywhere. Um, you know, and then something really recently. So, 
years ago uh, in DWO, I had the opportunity to work with Eric Bischoff, who was oh the, yeah, he was that's the, right. He was the former president uh, of WCW, and uh, he came down to do a couple of shows with us. And uh, eighty three weeks is his podcast, correct? Eighty three weeks. So if there's a couple episodes, if you if you pop in there, he mentions me a few times. They you know he had people ask him. You know what it's like working with Hobo Hank of all things. The guy's worked with everybody in the world, but it's funny when they ask him about that. Um, but he actually just came out with a book uh, last no- November. It came out uh, this past November, and it's called Grateful. It's his second book. Okay. Um, and uh, Guy Evans is the is the co-author of that, or I guess he's the author of the book, and he worked with Eric Bischoff. Um. But uh, yeah, chapter one he talks about working with me uh, here in Albuquerque. Wow! How I was his, you know, his partner for uh, for that event because that event. I'll let you read the book to get all the details, but basically that event uh, was what brought him back into the world of wrestling. That's right. I I did see like him talk about that. Yeah. And you remember Eric Bischoff coming like to Albuquerque? Yeah, yeah, and just like he was kind of hanging out for for a minute two yeah. two shows yeah yeah it's cool i saw on the 83 weeks podcast there was a episode and well i mean i just remember it meant a lot to me because somebody asked him about me and, and he he said that one of the reasons specifically that he got back into wrestling was because of hobo hank and i thought that was one of the coolest things anybody could have said i'll say this about the dwo people big shout out to them they could have easily booked eric bischoff and said hey Come to this next show, buy tickets. Eric Bischoff will be there. They could have. They didn't. I bought tickets. I'm there. And all of a sudden, the fucking, they're like, they're like doing the thing in the ring and the DWO, the, the, the NWO music plays. And he comes out, and I'm with our friend Marty, and I'm like, oh my God. And he's like, I don't, I don't know what the big deal is. I was like, this guy used to run WCW, the NWO, everything. He was the, and like, they they just surprised every one of them. Yeah, like out of nowhere, like they didn't use him to sell tickets. They used him to like, you know, promote the next show. Which I was like, wow. With a hundred percent transparency, I didn't even know until Fuck. the night of the show that that night that he came out. Um, and then I was told bow, that bow, uh, bow, bow, the bow. next yeah exactly. I mean, I knew about an hour before that. That's crazy. So it was cool. Yeah. Was and that then, the show that we were all at? I don't think I you know. Were you there? That I don't know, because like, I just remember like whoever was with me was like, I have no idea who that is. I'm like, it's fucking Eric Bischoff. I mean, dude. that sounds like me. Yeah. But, I uh, say that right now. But then like, going back to the Vice thing where they filmed you at in, in Bosque Farms, we're there. You called me. like You called me. I was at work, and you called me, and I like took the call outside, and you're like, dude, Vice is coming, and we got to film some And I was like super stoked. So we go, and we're like ringside. And Mosh Pit Mike had, like, wrestled three matches, like, earlier. And the group behind me just kept yelling Mosh Pit Mike every fucking match. And I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Then during your match, one of them picked up a chair, threw it up in the air, and it landed on you guys in the ring. It hit me right in the stomach. Which was not supposed to happen. You could see that on the documentary if you slow-mo it, yeah. So then, afterwards, everybody's like, yeah, that was... uh, uh, Shaggy Two Dope <laughs> that was sitting behind you, and I was like, one bro behind me, Shaggy Two Dope, Two Dope, Two Dope from the Insane Clown Posse was sitting behind me. Yeah, so I don't know. Crazy. I don't know if he threw the chair, but yes, he, he, he was there. He yes. did, he did not. It was yeah. one of his group, though. Yeah, 
Yeah, they were all there for that. That was was such a cool. What a crazy, weird world this is. It really is, man. You just never know. Like one, like I said, I woke up that morning and and my phone rings and it's a it's a producer from Brooklyn. Yeah, um, wanting to do a whole thing. You know, I hope they fix that. Like, did you see that? Like, they're like bankrupt and they're like they filed for bankruptcy. Vice. No. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter eleven. Like literally this last week. That's a shame, man, because they have a lot of great content. Yeah, because like uh, they said, that Vice TV is not a part of it. It's like Vice Media in general, but it's not. And I'm like, because that Vice TV, they have all that tail that that uh, Dark Side of the Ring, right? Which is fan fucking tastic. Yes, if, it is. You know, it is a it is fantastic. A, it is a great series, and you know. uh, and then Dark Side of the Dark Side of Football is kind of whatever, but Dark Side in '90s was amazing. So I kind of hope that they don't they don't go under. I'm like, cause they and they they have a lot of wrestling stuff. Yeah, they have a ton of wrestling on their channel. Like they have a big thing from Japan, and it's like, dude, this is cool. They had uh, God, what wrestling federation did they have on there for a while? I want to say Impact, but it's not. Maybe Major League Wrestling. Yeah, I think it was the MLB, right? ML, yeah, MLW or whatever. Or yeah. MLW. yeah, I think I don't know. I don't think indies well, in the in the United States. Sure. So you, we have ours, but mm-hmm. who's like I would say under AEW then? Yeah. Like in what part of the country? Like, what do you mean? Like I'm talking about like you have yours. Yeah. But what, what's like bigger than yours? Uh, that, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Okay. Uh, uh, Probably cha- Championship the, Wrestling from Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Um, House of Hardcore, if it's still running. I yeah, think it is. There's a good he, handful. He said the, the, the Juggalo one's still going, right? GC, JCW. Um, God dang it. What's the other big one? There's one that's uh, GCW. What is that one? Um, that's a big one. And also, here's my other question. How far have you traveled? Game Changer Wrestling. That's the other one. How far have I traveled? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Canada? Uh, we went to, uh, well, actually stood on the border of Canada. I went to Detroit, Detroit, oh, Michigan okay. last yeah. year. Oh, uh, last year. The Rust Belt. Yeah. yeah, we stood right on the border. Uh, got to see Windsor, Canada, which is cool. I wrestled up there for uh, for uh, Rudy, Rudy Boy. Okay. Um, part of the JCW crew. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, Game Changer Wrestling is a big one now. Um, and then we're hoping uh, we become like that level. We want to get to that. That's you know, that's that's our immediate goal. I think is like to get to those guys' level. That's, I mean, that's that's pretty high. That is pretty high. But with the support of everybody here in Albuquerque, we can get yeah. there quickly. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think we with got the, this. I think with the group that we have, I think it's uh, you know. So come out Thursday night. DCCWTickets.com. Uh, DukeCityChampionshipWrestling.com if you know that doesn't work let's see let me make sure so Detroit was like it's yeah uh, a, a big scene right too right yeah it's, oh I'm sure it is yeah, yeah Detroit Detroit has a lot of uh, wrestling history there from the Sheik to yeah. uh, oh, Rob Jesus. Van Dam you know yeah. all those guys yeah. so uh and then I, just uh, there's gotta Juggalo be a, right there's gotta be a Philadelphia Wrestling Federation that would be stupid if there wasn't, because that that's a that's where ECW came out of. It has to be. Let's see. Has to be. But I'm yeah. excited. Like a Thursday, come out to the El Rey Theater in historic downtown Albuquerque. Pro wrestling. There's yeah, got to be one. For sure, two bars wide uh, open. So I have my parents used to go and watch wrestling matches back in the sixties. Oh, Battleground mm-hmm. Championship Wrestling. And there is. Names they would tell us. Ricky Romero. Sure. 
right? Yeah, right? yeah Ricky Romero was the guy, right? I, uh, I worked for Ricky for years. The Young Bloods. The Young Bloods. I worked yeah. with them for years. Like uh, Terry Funk, guaranteed Terry Funk was around. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, my, my parents um, probably watched them. My dad met Terry Funk, right? Terry Funk was sitting, because Terry Funk always lived in Amarillo. And uh, my dad walks up to him. He's at a car, like a, a farm and truck show. And uh, Terry Funk's like, ha, ah, where are you from? <laughs> and he's all. That's how he t- actually talks? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, Clovis. He's like, I don't go to Clovis anymore. It's too dangerous. <laughs> a lot of people don't go to Clovis. Like, a lot of, like, very, like. <laughs> That's how he talks, right? Yeah, it's very. Prominent <laughs> and, like, influential, like, country seekers won't go to Clovis anymore. Because it's just, you know. Ah, Billy, Clovis is rough as hell. Just for the record, I go to Clovis all the time. That's right. And From I love the, the people in Clovis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the biggest show in the smallest town you ever played in? The biggest show in the smallest town? Uh, I would say Mule Shoe, Texas. I went. Oh. oh. Yeah. That's years, right on the border. Yeah, ah. years ago. Hobo Hank, there was, Mule Shoe? There was like six or 700 people packed wow. in Mule Shoe That's huge. High School. Oh, dude, time. West Texas loves pro wrestling. Yeah, I still roll through all those little t- I mean, I don't. it'd be hard to name a small town in Texas I haven't wrestled dude, in on the and West. And, and in te- because of Terry Funk. It was, okay, because of West Texas... Uh, A&M, mm-hmm. or when it was, what was it called back in the day? West Texas State University. Right. Yeah. That's where, like, like yeah, DiBiase 30% yeah. of, like, wrestlers came from was that college, which was a Division two college that played our college, Eastern New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So, like, like uh, uh, Stan Larry Hansen, mm-hmm. Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, um, fuck, who, uh, Dick Murdoch. There's just like a who's who. Like there's like they they were all football it, it, players. It's a pipeline. They were all, they were all football players, and they're like, well, you're not gonna go to the pros. Well, you might as well become a wrestler. <laughs> a wrestler. And they did, and they would like all like there's so many people. Uh, Barry Windham, uh, like so many that went to that school. Yeah. That became and so like pro wrestling in Amarillo has always been like a thing, and and like when Terry Funk retired, they did a, a match of the event in Amarillo, not televised, and like. Brett the Hitman Hart was there, and like all these WWE wrestlers came. And in. He lost. Yeah. He lost yeah. his like yeah. Yeah. final match. That was beyond the match. Ah. Yeah. Come to Amarillo. <laughs> I'd have to check. I don't know. For I've, I've probably wrestled in Amarillo more times than I wrestled in Albuquerque. Oh, I bet. <gasps> Over the years. Yeah. Awesome. Pampa, Texas. I've been oh. to Pampa. Yeah. Whoa. And the Bull Barn. Yeah. Dal Hart. Dal Hart, yes. Yeah, I've wrestled in, uh, <laughs> what's the one that's just north of uh, Amarillo? Uh, d- uh, d- I see a Borger. I've been a Borger. Borger. A, yeah, Dal Hart. Hereford. Oh, gosh. Uh, Hereford. Littlefield. Yeah. Plainview. <laughs> Here we go. Hold on. Mule Shoe. And there were shows just going on there like with like hundreds of people just showing up? Yeah. And then down a little south, Level Land. That's terrible. Seminole, Level Land. Seminole, Texas. Let's see if we can get a good Terry Funk um, in here. What's out there? Like uh, cows? No. Like, uh, what's <laughs> cows that college rest- town? Like, uh, How many years is that? I'm just naming off West Texas towns. Cause no. I lived in eastern New Mexico for a long time. No. Like well, San and it's Marcos. weird because, like, it's weird because, like, you know, because of New Mexico, like, we the way things work here, we just could never get it. Like, you'd have to go over to Amarillo or Lubbock or Littlefield or uh, mm-hmm. uh, Level Land. You bet. Yeah. Yep. Pampa. 
Pampa. There's no no Borger. laws no Borger. laws across the border. Right? Uh, well, that's where Stan Larry Hansen was from. Was Borger, Texas. Borger, yeah. Dude, I remember my dad would love Stan because Stan Larry Hansen would come out and he would just have the most chaw in his mouth that he could fit. Mm-hmm. So he'd come out and he'd have the bull rope and he's getting in the ring and it's like sticking out of his f- mouth because he'd have he literally would take like a a, a a whole pouch, a whole pouch of chewing tobacco, and put it in his lips. Yeah, yeah. I remember Gross. when I was about—I uh, was probably 17 years old—and I was working for Ricky Romero at the time. And I—I'd gone out to Amarillo to work a show, and uh, I think we stayed an extra day. And then that night, we went over to Chris Youngblood's house, yep. and we watched. It was—it was cool, man. I'll never forget. You went to Chris Youngblood's house? Yeah, we used to hang out. Wow. <gasps> yeah. So what? imagine, you know, imagine being a 17-year-old kid though at Chris Youngblood's, at Chris house. Youngblood's house. And so he he pulls out an old uh, an old suitcase which had all kinds of his dad's memorabilia, old posters and yeah. whatnot. And uh, we sat in his living room. This is back in the VHS days, and he played a video <laughs> cassette recording of him wrestling a tag team match against Stan Hansen in Japan. Mm. And we sat there and watched it together so, in his living room. It was right, amazing. That, see this guy right here, Billy Stanley Hansen. Have you ever heard of this guy? Never heard of him. One of the I biggest. Recognize that. One of the biggest wrestlers. In the history of Japan, am I right or wrong? Like bigger than Kane? Absolutely. No, I mean like I mean like in, famous. You know, yeah, famous. In, okay. in Japan. <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> yeah. So this Stan, guy, this guy would go to Japan, and people mm. would fucking pack the Tokyo Dome, and the the, the, the Budokan. Yeah. And yeah. Just to like... watch Stan the Larry Hansen, <laughs> and he was like blind as shit, like he couldn't see, and like there's him and Big Van Vader. I would say are like. Two of the large, I mean, up until now. Like, recently now, there's a lot of Americans that are super famous over there. Kenny Omega is one of the biggest. Chris Jericho is one of the biggest. In but Japan? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow, okay. Kenny Omega? Dude, Kenny Omega uh, uh, won the I- IWGP heavyweight title. He, was he the first American? I think no, so. I'm sorry, no, he's Canadian. Sorry, first oh, North yeah, American. American, yeah. But he was, like, the first non-Japanese guy to win the fucking IWGP fucking title. I... Am really struggling with imagining like American doing well in Mexico. Is there an American guy who is like this kind of like no, level? Mexico's different. Yeah. So the only thing, the only place that Mexico likes is Japan. So they'll <gasps> okay. bring they'll bring like the Japanese wrestlers over, and like, they they wear the max the masks. So I don't know who stole f- from who, but like Mexico and Japan kind of like steal from each other. Like wrestling, like their like move, the high, the, the high flying, the high flying style. moves yeah. style. So like they don't North American rest like American wrestling they don't care for, and if they do bring someone over, it's usually not. It's like a Russian, you they, know, like fucking no. capitalist pigs. Like it's, in the late nineties, two thousands, you saw some guys cross over into AAA. I mean, Jake the Snake Roberts had a little sure. run down there, and sure, uh, um, you, know, you know who got big? <laughs> Norman Smiley he yeah. had a nice little run in Mexico, which was kind of a strange. Well, then the guy part. who was uh, Norman the Lunatic, he, he was Solomon Grunde. Yeah, he got he got over down there. Yeah, he did. But it's just like they don't they don't become like like in Japan. There's wrestlers that are just like like Hulk Hogan went over, like it's weird. If you want to see, a it's cra- acrobatics right now. Well, but the crazy thing is, is there's footage of Hulk Hogan that has recently come out of him wrestling in Japan, 
Okay. And Hulk Hogan wrestles different in Japan than he does in the United States. It's completely different. Have man. you seen it? Like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like he's doing drop toe holds. He's doing like drop kicks. He's like, he's not doing the Hulk Hogan four moves per match. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa. But like the big the, <laughs> back in four the t- moves per, per match. That's Hulk Hogan, man. He would do like the back scratch, the body slam, the the big boot, and the, the leg. Yeah. You know? Hulk it up. He would take a beating and then he would come back, you know. He, yeah. he was he was a genius. He was just a genius. FYI, so yeah, I wish I'd have been smart enough to right think of that twenty seven years but ago. There's like Stan Larry Hansen. There's these guys that went over to Japan and made just their whole careers worth of money. Uh, Big Van Vader's another one. Mm-hmm. He he got pretty good success in the United States. Stan Larry Hansen never got what he what he shoulda. Dick Murdoch was big in Japan. Right. Dusty Rhodes was big all over the fucking world. Sure, because he was fucking Dusty Rhodes, but um, and he never got the WWE never gave him what he should have. But you know, whatever. Well, maybe someday yeah. through DCCW, maybe I'll get my opportunity to at least do the two week tour of Japan. I've always Dude, wanted to. You do never that. did the J- Japanese. Never done the Japanese mm. tour, and I've never done the Puerto Rico thing. We've talked about it for years. And have years you watched? And uh, have you watched that Vice Tales uh, Dark Side of the Ring from uh, of uh, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling? No. Oh, you gotta watch that. No. So Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling was the was the the originators, well not the originators, but the ones who made hardcore wrestling famous. And uh the guy who was uh I can't think of his name. He came over and he started wrestling in the United States and he was just a normal wrestler. And then he met a guy in Amarillo, Texas by the name of Terry Funk. Mm-hmm. And Tunks of Funk's like, "Oh, you're Japanese. I'll show you how to kill people." You know. <laughs> and so they were at a they were doing a match somewhere and it was a Falls Count Anywhere match and it ended up in the the concession stand and the dude got busted open on accident and the crowd went berserk because of the blood. And he was like, "Oh, wow." Like he's like, "You know, I'm going to go back to Japan and this is what I'm going to create and he created yeah. a thing called frontier martial arts wrestling and it was the wrestling where they would like remove the ropes and then put barbed wire and then people were like oh my god that's crazy and they're like well we had barbed wire in the last one let's have barbed wire and explosives and they're like wow the last one we had barbed wire and explosives this time we're gonna have barbed wire explosives and then we're gonna have the ring floating in the middle of a, of a, of a pond mm-hmm. and then there'll be fire all around it you know and like it, it's pretty insane and at one point, he retires, and he's, like, a multimillionaire, and he gives the Federation to his, like, announcer, who didn't have the money to, like, support it. So he went and got the Yakuza to support it. Oh, wow. And then he ended up, like, owing a lot of money, and he ended up, like, killing himself, because he thought that that would, like, clear his debt, and they were like, nope, now your wife owns it. Oh, Like, gee, shit. it's, like, it's it's crazy. But, like, That's you, fucked up. you ever heard of the wrestler Hayabusa? Yes. Yeah. He was there. He took over after that guy was like retired, and he was no longer the the main guy. Hayabusa took over, and he was doing a springboard off the ropes, just a just a typical bottom rope springboard, and he missed the rope, and he came. Ba- he still did the rotation and broke his neck and mm-hmm. became paralyzed. It's 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 pretty intense. So yeah, that's a real thing that's yeah. going to happen. Well, you don't try this at home, kids. Yeah, do not try this at home. So anyway, I, I think we're at the end of uh, of the end of the show. Uh, thanks, you know, Joe Hobo Hank for coming on the show. Uh, if you guys, you know, come out Thursday night, I'm coming. I won't be here. Why? Be- What's your problem? 
I'll be in a different state. What state? I'll be in Portland. Euphoria. For the next. Oh. <laughs> All right. Week. Well, you better buy a ticket to the next one. I'll, I'll be or, there. Or Guys, have... I'm telling you, come out to the show. I'll yeah. be there. Chris yeah. and I will be there. And uh, Tendering Nation, we need you to, to come support this first show. I may need you to run the music for a second. That's fine. That is true. Oh, there's somebody um, I need to talk to you about who's interested in helping. Cool. That, that's helped wrestling before. I'll talk to you after this. You got it. Uh, DukeCityChampionshipWrestling.com. Uh, Follow us on all the social media. If you're in Houston next week and you want to hang out, hit me up. I'll be there. Comic Palooza. Me and Stephen Amell, who's a big wrestling fan. Oh hell yeah! He's uh, he did the show Heels. He'll be there. No, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna try to hang out with that guy. Yeah, tell him I uh, tell him I said hello. See if he's ever even. Have you met him? No, no, no. He's uh, he's gonna be there. He's one of the marquee people. Mick Foley's gonna be there. Tell him I said hello to mutual uh, friends. Yeah. Also, Lita's gonna be there. Oh god, we have ah, Lita. If we can do another two hours, I want to like know you're like relationship with all these legends like uh, where your stories are with like Nick Foley or whatever well Mick Foley I'm happy to see yeah. Lita, Lita not so much yeah we can we, we can, and Lita have uh, have history we could do another was, show is, is Sable still a thing uh, she's married to Brock Lesnar and she no longer really does anything no. okay because that was like the first because uh, yeah. I just turned 18 Trish Stratus and, is and that was the first that was the first uh, playboy I ever bought uh, Trish Stratus wow. was at Wrestlemania yeah, yeah she's and, and, and Lita and I saw some titties, and uh, that was I was eighteen. You've seen a titty, nice. I was eighteen, nice. And I bought the Playboy with Sable on it. Oh, that was like the first one. She was the first one, right? Then it was then Trish. Who else? Like they don't know. They had a couple. I don't know. I, I, I never looked at that material. No, myself. no. Just read the, the articles. The first Playboy I ever bought with Sable because I just turned eighteen. Joe's wife is here. I read read the articles. <laughs> <laughs> read the articles. Uh, thank you, thank you for coming out, Joe. Uh, look for Billy's projects coming out. Smiley, are you in anything? Um, there's actually uh, the WGA is on strike right now, and the uh, SAG is going to be following that up. So oh. I probably won't be working anything in the foreseeable future. Yeah, Claudia said she'll either be outside selling food, or I'll take my sister. She likes lucha libre and wrestling. Box, ah. Boxing, etc. Well, Claudia, I'm glad. Awesome. Well, Claudia, that night, I'll be at the merch stand after the show for sure. Come up and say hi. I'd love to meet you. I think Claudia could take a pile driver. That would be cool. To, <laughs> cool to put a face with a name. That's that, that should be our YouTube channel instead of like the Tony Hawk where he's all, do a kickflip. I'll be all, take a pile driver. And <laughs> see who could take a pile driver. <laughs> Just kidding. We got sued right away. You got something to say, Billy? Oh, no. Not really. I have a... Uh, in the studio, check out the directory. She says, "Cool." The new record is called either. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I cannot remember. That's a weird name for a record. It's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm out there. I'm playing music again, and it's been a year since I've been back. And like, and I would say the last three months, it's been like, a, well, we have a show here. We have a show here. Also, we need you to write songs for this. I'm a hired gun. You see. Yeah. Playing yeah, bass. That's what and, happens. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens because they, they, they enjoy my services. Like that? Like, I'm that good. Some of will come to me as to be consult their music. Well, we may need some. Well, Billy, uh, you have very enjoyable stuff. I've already volunteered you for some stuff, so I'll oh, tell you after we'll the show. See. All so. right, it's fine. Cool. cool. Uh, DCCW, man. It's going to be the hotness in Albuquerque. If you're not at the first show, 
I don't even. I don't even know. Well, I'll be there Thursday. You're not. A, you're not a wrestling fan. Yeah, you're going to be missing out because you're going to be lost. Come the second show, you want yeah, to you know, know what's going, going on. on. Nah. Why is that guy on fire? Right. Who knows? Who knows? Have to go there because I won't. All yeah. right. I had previous obligations and I will not. Be Why there. does that guy have no fingers? You won't know. You won't know. <laughs> nope. All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Hobo. You got it, brother. Always a pleasure. Always. Billy Smiley. We are ten, ten drinks minimum. minimum.